You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is a podcast from Minute Media. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, time running down, Oakland football, and I think Oakland victory. The Oakland Raiders have scored on the most dreamy, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can win. You are listening live to Raiders Fan Radio, hosted by Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brett Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio coming to you live from Murph's Fan Cave, or otherwise what we affectionately call my bonus room. Uh, but we appreciate all of you joining us live here on the YouTubes tonight. Everybody that has jumped in there at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Call you your can- friends. Call your friends. <laughs> you got Raider friends. What else are they doing tonight? Nothing. No, Raider fan is doing nothing on a Wednesday night in between the end of the year, free agency, before the draft. It's part of the obvious of the offseason. Seriously. You got nothing else going on. There's that one group that's celebrating Wilt Chamberlain, the, the, the anniversary of his 25,000th point. There you go. Yeah, but that's other than that. Other There's than nobody that, doing anything. Nothing. And Call so we do have some amazing uh, things to celebrate, though, tonight. And so we appreciate you joining us here live uh, again on the YouTubes. Uh, that is every Wednesday night at 4 p.m. Pacific and 7 p.m. Eastern. And you can join the likes of Michelle Sweat, Kiljadis, Fargo Raider, Kevin the Raider Nerd, Sergio Burgos is in there. 
Uh, Ron the Materator holding it down. Appreciate you, Ron. Paul. Paul from uh, Shropshire, Mississippi, otherwise known as the UK. Chevy Silver Raider. Uh, Vato Loco was in there. Jeffrey Aguayo was in there. King Wrecker is in there. Uh, he says the best show. What's up, man? What's up, King Wrecker? Appreciate you. Uh, appreciate everybody. Lala Meloso that's in there. Uh, all the amazing uh, Lee B, Patrick Hill, uh, Raider Keith that I mentioned. Uh, so many amazing supporters of what we do here. This little show we do called Raiders Fan Radio. So thank you for joining us. But also thank you for joining us tonight, a man that adorns the Western Annex, who's had a little bit of a hiatus from the show, and so I am so thankful and so glad to welcome back the legendary, my real-life uncle, let's give it up for Uncle Mike! Man, I've been gone a month. You've been gone a month? I've been gone a month. My, uh, my wife got the vid. Yeah, and uh, uh, and you were the nurse, and, and I was Nurse Ratchet. She called me. <laughs> she named me Nurse Ratchet, but i i got her I got her healthy. I got her back to where she needed to be. Uh, she's got some some residual stuff. She's got some pneumonia in both lungs. She had double double pneumonia. Double double pneumonia. She had two pneumonias in in both sets of lungs. Unbelievable. And stuff. Uh, but she's a she's a an ass kicker, and she's she's ready to go. You know, I mean, she was she was healthy when she got it. And uh, we did everything we had to do. Uh, I, I can't tell you how thankful I am to all my neighbors and friends and family and you guys. Uh, you know, people brought us people brought us medicine. They brought us a, a, a nebulizer. They brought us an oxygen machine. They, I mean, we did everything we had we had to do. We got her back. Uh, she's had a CAT scan and she's had some injections and doses of steroids and all the stuff you got to do. And she's just chomping at the bit to get out of the house. And, uh, you know, one day you guys brought me lunch. Uh, they sat on the porch. They wouldn't get near me. Um, <laughs> they, they, they brought me lunch. And, and of course you, you, they brought my wife. She w- was craving bananas. So she got bananas and, and she was eating bananas and toast and, and uh, you guys, you brought me lunch, and you, you brought her lunch, and all the stuff that she needed—the orange juice, and the macaroni and cheese, and the bananas, and all. That. And and Swaggy J, I love him, brought me a handle of whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so there was because the, there was some nurse medicine that Whoa, needed to happen yeah. there too. But absolutely. Anyway, so I'm back. Uh, I'm back. Uh, I, she's she's resting comfortably, and uh, she let me go. She's like, "Go, please go, please get out of the house. Get out of the house and go come and do this little thing we do, Raiders Fan go, Radio. Go do that little thing." And so, absolutely, so so thankful for the uh, the awesome pray, prayers praise report there. Yeah, and uh, glad that KP is, is is doing well. And so, and and let a lot of our friends are struggling with different things around here, and just know that our prayers and our our, our thoughts and hearts are always with you all, one hundred percent with Miss Libby, of course, and uh, Ebony graves and their daughter and, and you all know who you are and so just know that we're always thinking about you and much love from the raiders fan radio family to you all so i gotta tell you a funny story tell though, me a funny story that. kick so, it off here mosh so my wife was we were getting we were getting to the point where she was she was she got better she had she had about eight days nine days where the covid was really bad and the you know i was keeping you i was talking to you three four times a day so you know all that but anyway um uh, when she got over that we we had a doctor's appointment when she was no longer contagious and the, the covid was bad and so they said, you know, it's okay to take her out of the house. You can take her off of her oxygen for, you know, a couple of hours. And uh, she had an inhaler and stuff. And so we were out driving around, getting some sun, you know, that the weather had cleared and everything. And we're driving down the road. And out of the corner of my eye, I see this SUV with a huge Raider sticker on it. Oh, well, nice. It's, it's Michelle. Well, yeah. So I start beeping the horn. And I'm beeping the horn. And I'm like, beep, 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 beep. And I'm 
time as we're driving by, right? And I see a spot, so I do a whoosh. I do an emergency bat turn, and I go. She was in a parking lot with her daughter, and they're they're standing there talking. So I go zooming into the parking lot, and I, I roll down the window, and I yell, "Raiders suck!" And I as I oh, pull no. up, and Michelle's pulling off her earrings, taking off her watch. <laughs> <laughs> and I pull up, and she's like, "Mosh!" And I'm like. Hey, how are you? Oh she's like, gosh. I thought we were going to have to fight. <laughs> I thought it was on. Oh, it was so funny. She oh, was that's great. Amazing. She was great. Yeah, but, that's and of course, my, 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 my poor wife, who's like four days over COVID, is going, what are you doing? Can, can, <laughs> hi, Michelle. Can we go home now? <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I love it yeah, that Michelle it is funny. instantly ready to throw. I love it, man. That's amazing. Oh, uh, yeah, good yeah, stuff. yeah. Uh, good stuff there. So, yes, once again, we appreciate all of you joining us here tonight. And uh, and so thankful to hear about the good report. And thank you to Uncle Mosh for being back. And uh, so tonight uh, we're doing uh, episode number 238 of Raiders Fan Radio. And we have so much to get to tonight. We're going to talk a lot about. We got or more about uh, the Raiders' new hires. We're going to talk about go figure. We're going to talk about Derek Carr. We're going to talk about the USFL. We're going to do a little Raiders and pop culture. We're going to get to our episode numbers. So many cool things. Of course, a lot of respect. But before that, I want to throw this out there. So Mosh is still working on some of his plans, and I know that many of our friends around this show and our, our amazing Raiders fan radio community are still working around their plans around the draft, which is coming up quickly, though, in April. But know this, that we have some amazing folks. I've already heard from so many of you. Uh, I know Capo, of course, uh, Sugar Shane. I heard today from Tyler Raider. Um, you know, Swag Jeff, myself. Um, uh, I think Swaggy's, J- Swaggy's dad is going to come. Swag's dad, Woody's going to come. You're going to try to make it there. Uh, 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 my girl Angie is going to be there. Uh, we've got cousin, um, Suzzy, cousin, Sonny. cousin Sonny and his wife Rachel are going to be there. Like, we've got some amazing folks coming in for the draft. If you're coming in for the draft, let us know. So, so thankful. Thank, gosh, I can talk. So, so thankful. thankful for everybody that's reached out already. But keep those messages coming because I'm thinking what we need to do is a meetup. Now, Kevin the Raider nerd handled our meetup before the Chargers game the last time we right, were in Vegas. Right. But Kevin's getting married on the 26th. So? What's so he doing on the 27th? Like, well, I'm going to be like, hey, Kevin, you mind organizing a meetup for us? Because, you know, like, no. like I'm going to let the guy focus on his way. But if you're coming, and look, and if you've got a, a, a place in particular in mind, you want to help us schedule a meetup in Vegas? Like, please reach out. Let us know. Because it's a lot of work, and it's a lot of like sure, things to sure. organize everybody. Um, and Kevin does such an amazing job with that, but I, don't, I would hate to ask him that again. Um, but anyways, but we, we, we got to get something going because we want to definitely meet up uh, with everybody. I know a lot of folks are staying at Mandalay and Luxor, like at that end of the strip. Right, right. So maybe we'll do something down there on that first or second night. But anyways, let us know if you're coming to the draft. And I look forward so very, very much to see you all uh, there in person. All right, so this is uh, episode number 238, Uncle Mosh, of Raiders Fan Radio. <laughs> Oh, We've been doing this a long time, bro. Long time, man. 238. I was so excited when we were going to get to episode 60 because we were going to focus on Otis' sister. Yeah, yeah, Back I, know, in the right? day, I was so excited. I know, and that was almost 200 episodes ago. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that bananas? That's bananas. That's bananas. It's so fun. And uh, so speaking of the folks that are meeting us in Vegas, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, in the Super Chat with a donation. uh, Greetings, nation. uh, Praying for the women of the Cantrell, Graves, and Saltalamacchia families. Get well, stay well. Right on. Thank Thank you, you, Aaron. You're the bomb. That's the best. Give them some applause there, Mosh. Thank you so much, Aaron. Absolutely, absolutely. We appreciate that and know that 100% of that money, of course, goes to our nonprofit foundation, which all the money we make around here from Super Chats 
to direct donations to advertising all goes to the One Nation Foundation, which is our nonprofit organization. So we thank you very, very much, Aaron the Q Dog Raider. Um, okay, so episode number two hundred thirty-eight. Well, we always take our episode number and we tie it back to something significant within Raider Nation. And our good friend Swag Jeff, who is not here tonight, uh, he's got some family duties tonight. Um, but Swag, who handles this for, called it in. So we've got a great two thirty-eight. Right so on. let's check in here, uh, number two thirty-eight from Swag Jeff. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy Swag Jeff coming at you with episode number two thirty-eight of Raiders Fan Radio. Each and every week, I take a significant moment within Raider Nation and relate it back to the episode number, and this one is a career stat. Here at Raiders Fan Radio, we love a good career stat. And we're going to be highlighting everyone's second favorite number 12, Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon was a Raider from 1999 to 2004. Rich was 45-29 and 29 as a starter under center, compiling 17,000 585 yards and 114 touchdowns in 74 games for the Silver and Black. Rich Gannon averaged 238 yards per game through the air oh, as a Raider. Nice Good job, job Swaggy. Swaggy. Thank you, Thank you well, Swag yeah. Jeff. Nicely done, buddy. <laughs> Why, you don't give him no applause. You give him nothing. No, I, 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 you missed Why it. Why you I, hit the crickets button I for said, much? well, yeah. Oh, oh, nice. I yeah, missed that. Because Swaggy takes a compliment yeah. the worst out of anybody in the whole yeah. world. So it was funny. So we were, we were shopping for some swag. The other, go figure. We were out <laughs> shopping for some swag. And so uh, and, and, and uh, he goes, you know, I'm thinking about getting the, like a white hat. And I go, yeah, man. I go, you can rock a white hat. White hat looks good on you. And he goes, yeah, it does. <laughs> he goes, yeah. I, I, or you go like, oh, Jeff, you would look really good in that. He goes, yeah, I really would. I really would. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And then we had, but 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 he'll get butt hurt quicker than anybody. Like when he got over those shoes he had, he had those ugly oh, ass yeah. shoes. He had the worst shoes. I swear they looked like Mike some... Lindell slippers. And I'm like, dude, those are some butt ugly shoes. And he's like, what do you mean? And he's never worn no, them since. No, he he crawled into a little bit of a dark place after that, Mosh. After you crapped on his shoes. <laughs> All right, send some contact info. Good job, Swaggy. Woo! Hey, Raider Nation! You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me. Show. You want to email me? Raiders Raiders email radio. me. I got email. Com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff Swaggy likes? Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit at Twitter at Raiders Fan Radio. Insta something. Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. The Tiki Tiki Taki Tak. TikTok at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there twitching. Anyway, Twitch at Raiders Fan Radio. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go, go to, to the YouTube. YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh, my God. If that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it still cracks me up. <laughs>
Good. Good. <laughs> we shouldn't have looked at each we other. We shouldn't have looked at each other. That was our best it just been, If it, we, we just would have been organic, it, it would have worked. It would have worked. It's kind of <laughs> like when you're carrying coffee. If as soon as you look down on it, you spill. That's it. We should have waited. We should have waited. So I appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Aaron, the Q Dog Raider, of course. Paul, uh, Matthew Mangus is in there. Duke City Raider. What's up, Martine? Uh, Kill Jadis. Paul Edgerton. I said that already. Kevin the Raider. Oh, so Kevin says he can add any date to the RFR meetup page there on the Facebooks. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, if you got it, well, so then just let us know a cool spot. Like we did the um, Rockstar Bar yeah. is where we were. So. Like wherever the spot is, like we're down. But let's definitely get everybody together. I don't know. We had a we had a pretty good meetup in our room afterwards oh too. Oh my gosh! You was... and Michelle, me, Capo, Sonny, uh, uh, that was... uh, Lamont. We, I mean, we had, that, that was, was that was rocking. That, that was some what happens in Vegas takes <laughs> in Vegas moments. There, that was incredible. That was we had a lot a lot of fun. It felt like old school, like a high, like a high school party or something, man. Everybody hanging out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was that was fun. Uh, the paraphernalia table at the end of the day, like. <laughs> For the next morning. Okay. All right. <laughs> Foxy Scorpio is in there. Lee B, we appreciate all of you so very, very much. Um, so, okay. So, look, like I said, it's the offiest of the, of the off season. So, we're going to get to a lot of uh, Raider talk here in a minute. But I got a couple other things. Uh, first off, I want to uh, – I got some um, – uh, some compliments on my shirt. Oh, man, it's badass, so I'm, dude. I'm wearing the Oakland Invaders shirt from the USFL team. Uh, we're going to talk about the USFL in a little bit towards the end of the show. So that's why I'm, I'm wearing this thing and appreciate the compliment. And, uh, yeah, man, I was uh, uh, just a little a little wee Murph, uh, 10, 11, 12 years old uh, back in the days of the Oakland Invaders. And so we'll, we will talk about them. But also, I got, I got one other thing for you, Mosh. <coughs> All right, hit me. All right, here we go. So last week... There's this new thing out, Mosh. Okay, what is it's it? It's called Instagram? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that. There's a, this other new thing out. Okay. Okay, called the wheel. No, I'm kidding. Um, but it's called Bud Light Next. Now, we've taste tested oh, numerous things here on the show, okay? And some that have been endorsed. <laughs> Folks have reached out to us and said, hey, I'm going like, to send you a thing. Will you guys try it? Best thing we've had so far is that whiskey. Woodson whiskey. Woodson whiskey was fantastic. And it's sitting right over there for yeah. those of you that are on the on the YouTube show. Yes, the, uh, the the Woodson whiskey was great. And and I'm not a whiskey guy. Yeah, and we but liked I thought that was great. But here's one I just thought would be organically fun. So I got these because I just thought it was like okay, it's oh. like it's like okay, it's it's you know it's it's uh, it's got the no carbs. It's yeah. only 80 calories. It's beer. Like all right, like okay. You know, I'm like okay. I'm like I'll try it out. So it was. We had a thing with it last week. So I'm going to hand you one, uh -oh. and let's get your live reaction here. At, at the worst, we'll have a ticky-ticky-talky-talk to, to, to go along with this. Uh, it says super. Okay, so I'm holding the can. Yeah, it's, yeah, got yeah. That, it's got that little, that little sissy can. And uh, no offense to my sissies out there, but it's, <laughs> and, and it's zero carbs. You know, it's and I look, at, I, I look at stuff that says like gluten free. Yeah, I get excited because I think that I'm getting all this gluten and I don't have to pay for oh. it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, little did I know it meant that there wasn't there any wasn't gluten. any gluten. No, I want no the gluten. extra gluten. You want the extra gluten? Well, yeah, yeah. Well, here you got a bud. So you got a you got the Bud Light with the zero carbs. All right, so it's don't cost you nothing. Super crisp light beer. Okay, yeah, yeah, got there a you blue go. little little blue top yeah, to there it. There you go. Okay, right. uh, it's Titans colors. Eh. It's you know if we or are Oilers if, colors yeah, yeah, yeah or yeah. Oilers colors uh, they don't exist anymore well, Kenny Stabler okay Dave Casper okay all right give it a they shot they don't exist anymore anyway uh, uh, oh, <clears throat> <clears throat> okay give it a shot all right here we go all right here we go 
Uncle Mosh drinking the Bud Light next. Wow, and he's going for it. <laughs> Uncle Mosh is crushing the entire can of Bud Light next. All right, was what he? <laughs> he just drank that all in one fell swoop. What do you think? That wasn't bad. Really? It had a little. There, I'm getting some. Some citrus notes yeah, at the I, end. Well, I, I pulled citrus notes. And um, it was a nice, smooth chug. Okay. Um, so you're kind of in on it. It went down really smooth. Um, it's probably a good thing I didn't have these as a teenager. <laughs> really? So you like it? As far as it's the probably the best Bud Light product I've ever had. No kidding. Really, really cold. Well, how about you going against the grain here? And I'll tell you why. Okay. It reminds me, There's a uh, for those of you that have spent time in Germany, um, there's a, a a beer over there that the athletes drink. It's called Rodler. Okay. And it's and it's got, like, the citrus in it. You know, oh, they, really? they, they drink it after, like, guys that ride bicycles and stuff. Yeah. And it's, it's beer with citrus in it. And it's that's what I got out of that. That's what it reminded me of. Call, no. Almost like a... When you take a, 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 a blue moon and you squeeze a little too much orange in it. Okay. You know, so it's not bad. Wow. Okay. Let's, hey, Bud Light. So uh, you can email the show at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. <laughs> we are clearly taking uh, advertising dollars from the Bud Light folks. And, and, and you had, that was a unprompted, real, I did not expect that at all. So oh, you didn't think I was going to like it? I didn't think you were going to like it. Jeff oh. didn't like it. I was like, Nyeh. yeah, but but I'm saying it's the as far but, as Bud Light goes, it's the best of the Bud Light products. Oh my gosh! Okay, let's yeah. go. All right, my well, there, there you I, go. I give it. I give it one of those. Give it one of those. All right, Bud Light. Email the show. Hundred percent of the money we make from your Bud Light Anheuser Busch advertising dollars goes to the One Nation Foundation. Absolutely. All right. So listen here. Here at the top of the show, is it we, time to hit contact info? I don't know. What are we? Thirty <laughs> minutes into this thing? It's the off season, folks. Take it easy. I promise. We'll talk about the Raiders. Um, all right. So so here we go. Uh, we at the top of the show. We don't uh, we don't do props. We don't do shoutouts. Nothing wrong with those things. But we're a time. We like to give a little bit of respect. So. I'm going to turn respect over. Usually I kind of lead this segment, but I'm going to turn respect over to Uncle Mosh because, as he mentioned at the top of the show, the top top of the show, there's a lot of things to celebrate from an anniversary perspective on this day. Now, today, for those of you that are, that are tuning in after the fact, today Come is on. February 23rd. Now, yesterday was 2 22 Palindrome right. Day. Uh, I'm holding up there. It's the day my mother died. Is it really? Uh-huh. Is it grand- when Grandma Jean passed? It was. I didn't. And my wife's mother. Our mothers died on the same day. Like that I knew, but I didn't yeah, realize it was, it was February yesterday. 22nd. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Wow. So palindrome day. So um, for those of you, so th- there was a thing, a, a Twitter thing that went out that was like, who was the greatest to ever wear two or 22? Well, you oh. could say DC2, Daniel Carlson, right now for the Raiders. But, all, but here's my vote. Mike Haynes. Uh, I'm holding up the program from uh, this is from the the game against the Chargers where we won the game to to make it into the playoffs. This was the the game day uh, that they gave us. So Mike Haynes, Hall of Famer, uh, 1997, and a key part of the Raiders winning their third Super Bowl, of course. Uh, so Mike Haynes, uh, that's that's who my vote would be uh, as far as the greatest two or 22 uh, to ever play. So so give it up for Mike Haynes. But today, that's cool. Yeah, but but today is the 23rd. So Uncle Mosh. There's a lot to celebrate for us and the Raider community on the 23rd. So, I don't want to talk about Ben O'Besson. 
Who was Ben Obesson? Ben Obesson. Ben Is that what you take when you got a cough? Ben- <laughs> no, that's Besson Makulo. Oh. Uh, ben Obesson. <laughs> ben Obesson was a Swiss actor that okay. died at 83 years old in 2006. A young 83. Yeah. And I don't want to talk about Stan Laurel. Oh, Laurel and Hardy. Laurel and Hardy died in 1965 at 74 years old of a heart okay. attack. Okay, all right. Okay. Uh, there's so much historical that we can talk about. Uh, in in 303, the Roman Emperor, Empire. <laughs> if, I'm going back a little bit, okay? Yeah. Let Swaggy get me a 303. <laughs> the Roman Empire started the persecution of the Christian church. Oh, wow. On this day. Wow. But what's Sheesh. funny is uh, a mere... 1100 Yeah, because that other one was hilarious. A mere 1151 years later, Johannes Gutenberg <laughs> printed the first Bible. Oh, wow. On the, Gu- the Gutenberg Bible, on the first printing oh. press. Yeah, right? I thought that was the Gideons. No. And then, <laughs> and then the, today in 1836 was also the day that the Alamo was besieged. Started oh. that 13-day... You know, uh, Santa Ana's troops come in yeah. there and, and all that. Uh, 1904, we acquired the Panama Canal area. Okay. Okay. Um, but the most significant, and there and it goes on and on and on, and you can look on the interwebs if you want, but the most important thing to happen on this day, event, was 1945, the U.S. Marines raised the flag on Iwo Jima. Let's go. And if you have not been, I'm getting chills thinking about it, if you have not been to Arlington National Cemetery and seen the Iwo Jima Memorial and driven by it and seen it from the different angles and go at twilight, it's beautiful. Um, it's it's phenomenal. You need to do that. So, uh, so there's some things that happened on this day. Okay. Um, there are some people that were born on this day. Yes. Okay. Let's start with somebody who's kind of being, eh, he's a friend of the show. He's a friend of Jimmy. All right, moving right along. What's up, Jimmy? Jimmy. Jimmy's not listening, but Jimmy loves us. Um, it's a buddy of ours. Okay. Ed Tall Jones. Oh. Ed Tall Jones. Cowboy, pro- Cowboys like Cowboy, but product of Tennessee. Born in West oh, Tennessee, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ed Jones, who, you know, I, I love Ed Jones. I love the commercials. I don't know if you, are you old enough to remember the old Oh, yeah, the and, and, and North Dallas 40. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Wasn't he in North Dallas 40? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Ed, jo- Matuzak, right? Ed Jones yeah. was great. Um, but anyway, but Freddie Blitnikoff. Let's go. Born 1943, 79 years old. If you didn't listen to Schmelzer's, uh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> I noticed the cork is out of that yeah, one. Oh, yeah, this thing's empty. Uh, yeah. Freddie B, baby. Let's go. go so, Schmelzer, um, who is our buddy, who does uh, the Raiders flashback, and it's it's one of the other uh, things on our, our network. Yes. He did a fantastic re- redo of the, um, I think it's episode 25, of our Super Bowl from 76, and he, and he talks, and, and it highlights everybody. I mean, he, he even talked about Otis getting a sack. Yes. You know what I mean? He, yeah. talks, he goes over the entire game. It's the best 25 minutes in radio. It's fantastic. Find that on and, your audio podcast. Just search Raiders Fan Radio. For those of you that are watching on the YouTubes, it's an audio-only show here on the Raiders Fan right. Radio Network. And, yes, and Rich goes through some classic moments in Raiders history, and that was – I agree with you. That's one of his best. It was, was 
was this amazing. last Super Bowl. And yeah, because and Freddie B was our first ever Super Bowl MVP. And so, yes, absolutely. And yeah. you know what? And, and not to go off the rails here, I don't want to interrupt you too much, but like uh, those shows, being as old and, and, and as indoctrined as we are in this Raider fandom thing, every time I hear one of Rich's shows, I learn something new. I didn't realize Clarence Davis could have been the MVP of that game. Freddie had oh. four catches, and they were in critical moments. But Clarence Davis ran for like 136 <laughs> yards in that game. It was crazy. Unbelievable. Yeah. And like He was never the focus po- focal point of the Raiders during the season. But in that Super Bowl, he went nuts in that game. He like, did. He so did. many. And, of course, and then Filipiano creating the fumble. And like all these uh, things. Uh, Filipiano had more than just that one fumble. More than just that he one. Had, he had an amazing game. His... I mean, he was in their backfield more than their their runners were. You know, <laughs> more than Chuck Foreman. He was more than Chuck Foreman. Seriously, but I mean, just it was it was crazy. And and he had that he, when Freddie B goes to the the huddle and he says, "Kenny, throw me the ball over the middle." And so I don't know how Schmelzer got the play, but he's like, "Why, why two nineteen four R thirty seven to you know Freddie?" You know, and. Sure enough, man, he takes it. Belinikov catches the ball over the middle, takes it down to the one. We score, you know. But it was just, it was, it was amazing. It was amazing, and I loved it. Like in two, how he details in that show about how Kenny calls the whole game. Yes, That's, this yes. is long before the days of offensive coordinators and all that. And, 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 and he there was knew, nobody in his ear. No, and he and Rich. This is how freaking cool this show is, man. Rich knows. The plays that Kenny's going into the huddle with and calling in the huddle—it's fascinating to listen to. And then and, and the best part when he talks about it, he's like, "Okay, so we're on a third and long," and Kenny goes, "Ah, screw it, let's run." Yeah, <laughs> you know, and Clarence Davis and converts Clarence it. Davis gets fifteen yards. <laughs> yes. you know, on a third and eleven. Yes. you know, I mean, just stuff it's like so that. Good. It's, it's so good. So good. Hey, much respect to Tada hey. Comes in there with a couple bucks thrown into the One Nation Foundation. I appreciate you a bunch, buddy. Appreciate you, and see you at the draft, bub. Hey, last thing I want oh, to say. Yes, birthday. Last and most important birthday of them all. We'd love Freddie. We'd love Ed Two Tall Jones. Q says he's a brother Q um, man but nobody in my life is more important than Vinny hey Vinny, 2006 the little Vin at about 1.8 pounds and I uh, mean, and now he's six three, about one eighty, and yeah. uh, getting ready to catch up to his dad here. Yeah, and you know, and the, and the thing is, I've, I've I've been around that kid his entire life, and he still can't block a shot to the throat. <laughs> I still get him every time. <laughs> I keep telling him, as long as you don't grow higher than that, you got shit to worry about, pal. <laughs> so anyway, Vanuch, I'm taking you to hey. lunch on Sunday. Fired up about that, and uh, congratulations, bro. Happy birthday to Vinny. Much respect, son. Much respect. Happy birthday, Vin. All right, so let's, uh, Mosh, let's hit uh, an audio break here, and then, hey, here's a concept. Let's talk about the Raiders. Who? (laughs) Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raider. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders fan radio. Every time, okay, shut up, Pete. Every time I see a commercial, every time I see a commercial, I go, I wonder, is that Pikachu? Is that Pikachu? So the other one, he's I, all over the place. He's now. all over the place. But the last one, I'm like, 
is that Pete And I had to look at it. No, it was Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Playing Zeus. Like, oh, Because Pete, oh, nice, nice. Pete could do it. He's built like a freaking Zeus. Pete could do it. And you yeah. know what's funny is that so like, and I, listen, I'm not, I don't want to say that our show is a platform necessarily or a launching point because Pete had a clearly a, a very, very successful acting career uh, long before he came Absolutely. on Raiders Fan Radio. But seriously, since he's, since he's been doing his annual appearance here on Raiders yep. Fan Radio, yep. dude is on more TV he's than freaking, like, I don't know, like John Stewart or something. Like he's all over the dang place. <laughs> uh, it was uh, so much respect, of course, to to Pete Koch, and thank you for all the sweet birthday wishes in there uh, for for Vinny and for everybody else. Raiders seventy eight. Um, I know you loved our freaking rundown about the Super Bowl. Aaron the Q Dog Raider, uh, Lee B. Paul, 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 uh, uh, Tyrone, Tada, Kill Jadis. I'll help you. I can scroll up. Yeah, man, do it, Mosh. Michelle, uh, we got a whole bunch of Michelles in there. Uh, Raider Rue. Uh, oh, Raider Roo. Raider Roo, Ebony, <laughs> Lee B. I mean, it's, 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 the gang's all here. Duke City Raider. Uh, Raider Godzilla. Oh, I love Raider Godzilla. Smucky the Raider Bear. Oh, nice. He's in there. Lalo Malosa, my buddy. Hey, Raider Godzilla, call the show. But we hadn't heard from him in a minute on the call. He's got one of those voices. He's up there with, like, OG Daniel and Wyoming Raider. Oh, yeah. He's got one yeah. of those voices. Raider Godzilla. Yeah, Raider Godzilla. Um, uh, Tyrone Graves, happy birthday, quote, little Vinny. <laughs> Keep growing so when people see how little you are, their jaw drops. Awesome, man. So Thank I got to – I, I had – your boy, yes, uh, your oldest, who's a CB, who yes. I am so incredibly proud of. Oh my gosh, he's uh, Q! Doing I need amazing. to talk to you. He's in he's in uh, weapons training right now. You'd get a kick out of some of the stuff that that he was telling me he's doing. But anyway, he uh, he came home. He came home for the holidays, and uh, he came to the house. And and so you know, I'm a big guy. Some people don't realize that, but there's a lot of me. Yeah, and uh, I got. Big bones. I, I big bones, thick skin, heavy bones. You know, a lot, a lot of, blood. of blood. A lot of blood. So I've struggled with I've struggled with that pretty much my whole life. At one time, I lost a lot of weight, and I had this pair of pair of blue jeans, right? Yes. And uh, Levi's five hundred one. You know, button fly. I bought them in nineteen seventy six, and I still had them in my closet, right? And I'm like, and my wife's like. You got these clothes. Throw them away. I'm like, no, nah, I might fit into them someday. No. <laughs> no, you're no, you're not. No, you. those are 48 years old. Well, I gave them to your son, right? I gave them to, to, to Tristan, and he loved them. He's like, these are so retro. You know, it's like before jeans, when, when we used to get holes in them, we would patch them. You know, I mean, these are these are these don't have holes in them. So he loved them. Well, not long ago, I found a pair of boots, right? Cowboy yeah. boots. Size 13s, right? Hey, Vinny. Can you fit in these? And he goes, yeah, well, I don't know. Let me try them on, Mush. He tries me. He goes, well, they're a little tight. Damn, son. <laughs> you yeah. are growing into them feet. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Holy mackerel. Absolutely. There. All right. So let's. Hey, uh, we, we really should talk about the Raiders. As yeah, much as should. I love talking about our family, we really should talk about the Raiders. Um, so, but, wow. Um, okay. Well, I'm just. It's been it's been thirty some odd minutes. <laughs> we haven't even talked about the Raiders barely at all. You showed a picture. I shut up. I'm wearing the. Ra- I'm not. I'm not even wearing Raiders clothes. I told a story about Michelle. Oh my god, that's true. All right, All right. <laughs> like Kevin the Raider nerd says, have they talked about the Raiders yet? No. 
No, yeah, Kevin, no. but we talked about you, you no. jack wagon. Hey, listen, you want us to cut you out? Well, let's, let's, <laughs> let me just say this. Look, it, it is freaking, what's it? It's, it's mid, like not even mid. Like it's late-ish. It's late February. Late-ish February. Good morning football. My absolute favorite go-to in the morning. The, like it's on every single day here at, at, at Casa right, Del Mar. Right, right. They're not even on the air right now. <laughs> Like, they're playing classic NFL games. So the fact that a couple knuckleheads in Raider gear are even showing up and turning on the cameras, like, let's just embrace it for what it is. And so, anyway. but, I listened to a baseball game on the way over here. Yeah. MTSU, Middle Tennessee State University, yeah, was yeah. playing Belmont University. Yeah. It was 36 degrees out. Oh, my gosh. It's too, it's, it's too late in the year for football. It's too early for baseball. Uh, the Olympics the were got a bust. To, you know, I all mean, we got is NASCAR, but we're going to get to that. We're going to get to NASCAR we're because get, it has a Raider connection. Yes, it does. All right, let's talk the Raiders. Let's all talk right, here Raiders. We go. I Come promise. On, okay, let's talk about the Raiders. So much. So the Raiders have done uh, a million things different in the front office since the last time that you were here. Yeah. Um, so go ahead and make a timestamp here. This is where we're going to start talking about the Raiders. All right. So, <laughs> so, uh, uh, so a lot of a lot of things have changed in terms of the uh, the the front office and. Also, the coaching staff. So I've got a comprehensive list here for you because most recently, Frank Oakham will be joining right, the Las right, Vegas right. Raiders as a defensive line coach, replacing Rod Marinelli, the, the, the legend Rod Marinelli, who is, uh, he's gone to the house. He retired. Marinelli hung him up, man. A legendary career as a, not only as a defensive coach, but of course as a head coach. And uh, And so, you know, some things he might want back in terms of that, but in terms of, his impact to players, which is always, to me, like that's how you gauge, yes, coaches get evaluated on wins and losses and all those things, and that's, right, that's right. easy statistically. But when it comes to positional coaches, which we all know, for those of us that are at least you know familiar enough with the sport and especially a lifelong coach like you, you know that really you evaluate a play, uh, coach's success on the impact that they have to players, not only on the field but off the field. Like, like that, your position coaches, and when you listen to like players like Max Crosby, who's a very young man, speak highly reverent about someone like Coach Marinelli and like the difference that Coach Marinelli has made in his life, it's incredibly profound. And so, um, anyway, well, that was so- one of the things that we always, we always loved about – uh, 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 about Pete, when Pete would come on, yes. Pete talked about the impact. Amen. About the impact, both negative and positive, that a coach had on his life, and how that how how, how one was almost detrimental to his career in a yes. coaching situation, yep. and how another one pulled him back. And that was, I for me, that was one of the the the, the biggest turning points in the Raiders not picking up. Basaccia's contract. Now, th- there was there was times when when we spoke even on this show when we thought, well, you know, Basaccia did a great job as an interim coach, the the best that's ever been done. Ever. But is he? But should he be brought on? You know, permanently. The guys, because he was a players' coach, thought yes. But from the business aspect, obviously, the front office didn't. So. Yeah, and, anyway. and there's a lot of merit to that. And, you know, and, and look, we've heard from Will, we've heard from Derek, we've heard from numerous players right. that, like, Rich is the guy. And, and But is there a level to where a coach like Basaccia can get, to, get you to, but then you have the next guy to come in? I, I use a Warriors example, forgive the basketball example, but, like, the Warriors had a fantastic coach in Mark Jackson, but they didn't win a championship until they got Steve Kerr. 
Right. It was like Mark right. Jackson right. was a player's coach and was highly regarded, and everyone in the locker room loved him and all that. But he got you to a certain point. Then you bring in Steve Kerr, and now all of a sudden they're world beaters, well, and they're back to it again now. You're exactly right. It's just like a divorce. You know, you get a divorce, and you have that you have that rebound girl that gets you through the hard times, but you know that you're not going to stick with her. And then the next one comes along, and you spend your life with her, and you end up coaching her through COVID. You know what I'm saying? I have no idea what you're talking about. Yes, you do. Hey. Here we go. All right, so uh, so Frank Oakham held the. Frank Oakham, <laughs> nothing is sacred around here nah. when it comes to local mosh. All right, Oakham held the same position with the Carolina Panthers, promoted to the head uh, defensive line role after one season as the <laughs> She's fogging me up over here. All right, so uh, so here's a, here's a, here's our current. <laughs> Michelle says that sounded mildly personal. Mildly? Um, Schmucky <laughs> says that's exactly what I was thinking. Well, yeah. Of course, with a handle like Schmucky. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's your current roster as the way as the way that it stands. All right, let me hear it. Okay, Mosh, your owner, Mark Davis, okay? The president of the Raiders is Dan Ventrell, senior advisor, okay, okay. Marcel Reese. All right, so what exactly does a senior advisor do, and what will Marcel Reese's job be? That would be, okay, so senior advisor, to me, would be, your appointed best friend. That would be if if I'm the president of of of, of Raiders Fan Radio, Swago is the senior advisor. Got it. You know what I mean? Got because it. you're the president. Right. Right. And then so then Swago would be this it would be like the guy that's like your consigliere. So he's the guy you call when you got when when the shit hits the fan, when the chemical yes. fertilizer hits the ventilation system, you call and go, uh, yeah, I need a ride. Yes, yeah, okay, that's it. yes, it. yes. It. I need a ride. Yeah. And he's the guy that's supposed oh, well, we, we to gotta, tell We got to drive out into the desert and dig a hole. He's the guy that says, I got the shovels. Let's go. That's it. That's okay, it. Yeah, that's it. the guy. All right. So Marcel Reese. So general manager, of course, we know is Dave Ziegler. Uh, assistant GM, Champ Kelly. So basically, and we, and we talked about Champ Kelly. I don't know if you know Champ Kelly. I didn't really know a ton about him, but after reading his resume, Mosh, basically we have two GMs now uh, when it comes to Champ Kelly. Personnel advisor, Sean Herrock. Executive scouting uh, is Andy Dengler. Head coach, Josh McDaniels. Offensive coordinator, Mick Lombardi. QB coach, Bo Hardegree. Wide receiver coach, the only holdover for the Raiders from before, uh, Edgar Bennett. Uh, Running backs coach is Kennedy Palomalu. Who is kin is he to? Kin? Yep, absolutely. What about the Lombardi guy? I think is he's, he kin? Yes, he is. Absolutely. And I okay. think. Okay, so we're going legacy uh, all we're around. Legacy all around. Uh, o line coach, Carmen Brasillo. So he's a Paisan uh, from the way that it looks there. Tight end coach, we haven't hired one yet. Uh, senior defensive assistant. You ready for this? Okay. It's you. Yes, it is. And I will be there. It's Rob freaking Ryan, and if you don't follow us on the socials, <laughs> you should, because I tweeted out some pictures of, of course, the legendary Uncle Mosh, and one Rob Ryan. You guys are complete doppelgangers. Your facial features, body type, your age, everything, yep. you, yep. Are de- you have got to grow your hair back out. Oh, I am. I you you made have decision. to grow your hair because back out. Because I want to sign autographs when I'm in Vegas. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Remember you and me and Q, last time we were together at a draft. 
up on yes. the up on that that, yes. that eighth floor bar wherever we was at, and that guy wouldn't leave me alone yeah. until I signed the autograph for yeah. him. He's like, "No, you're Rob Ryan. Yeah, you're and Rob Ryan. Cost that fool about sixty bucks in <laughs> beers, but." That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so your senior defensive assistant is Rob Ryan. I, I'm telling you, I can't wait to walk the streets of, of, of Vegas with Mosh. <laughs> uh, defensive coordinator. This is my favorite one of them all. Patrick Graham uh, comes over to us from the Giants. The Giants, Mosh, last year, as bad as they were, fifth highest red zone defense in the league. No kidding. Unbelievable. Boy, we sure we're, needed that. Because uh, we were dead last at 32. Uh, so that's huge. Um, I mentioned your new defensive line coach is Frank Oakham. Linebacker coach, Antonio Pierce. Okay, do you remember Antonio Pierce when I he was do. a player? I do. I mentioned Antonio Pierce last week, and I told you I was going to bring these quotes because and I, I knew I remembered this. This goes back to October 13th, 2009. So in, in, that, in that year, we played the Giants at the Meadowlands, and the Raiders have a long history of having underwhelming performances when it comes to playing uh, on the East Coast and especially at the Meadowlands. I knew that when I, when I saw that Antonio Pierce got named, I knew I'm like, he called us out. There was something that he said that was very inflammatory and, and attacked the Raiders when he right, was a player. Right, Because he was a pretty good linebacker. He was yeah. a great, great linebacker. So here's what uh, Antonio Pierce said. So this is the, the, the PFT, which I don't like PFT, but was the only place I could find it. Uh, back in uh, October uh, 2009. From the perspective of a player, the Giants' shellacking of the Oakland Raiders appeared to be an ugly exercise in pro football. From the perspective of a, of a participant, it was even worse. New York linebacker Antonio Pierce shared his views regarding the Raiders during a Tuesday uh, appearance on Sirius NFL Radio uh, with Marty Schottenheimer. Rest in peace, Marty. He says, I don't like knocking teams, but right now they're struggling. We're playing that game the other day, and honestly, I felt like a, it felt like a scrimmage. It felt like a practice. I felt like we were going against our offense in a controlled setting as far as the tempo. There was no vibe or trying or effort from the Raiders at all from a defensive standpoint uh, against their offense. We're getting three and outs. You don't hear anybody saying, hey, let's go, trying to pick the guys up, rallying them, getting them fired up. There was nothing. It was quiet. A guy gets sacked or somebody gets beat and they just get up. It's not like there's yelling or any kind of emotion the way they were playing. It was shocking to be out there in that game and get that kind of feeling. The one, Okay, end quote. The one of four Raiders then, who somehow beat the Chiefs, have lost three straight games by 20 or more points. By, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, it gets, it gets ugly. They run it down. But then here's the final quote from Antonio. And this is what, what kind of lit me up in a good way now. It's sad because I grew up a Raiders fan. That organization right now, they need some guidance. They need someone to pick them up. Nothing he said was was wrong. Not Nothing he said word. was out of line. It was the truth. And sometimes the truth hurts. You are absolutely right and I'm and thank you for saying that because in the moment I remember reflecting on that going like f that guy. Yeah, yeah, I hate that like, guy. I can't I hate that guy. I can't believe he would call us out. But he was right. So I don't want to dwell on the negative here, but just a reference point, strictly reference point. This is what the Raiders were like back then. This is the Tom Cable 5-11 and 11 Raiders. And as all the pride that we have in Oakland, and I'm even wearing an Oakland shirt, and all the, like, stay in Oakland, and yeah, all the yeah, love yeah. and reverence we have for Oakland. Don't forget, there was some dark-ass days in Oakland. <laughs> and I'm going to read you this. 2009, once again, the Raiders struggled to sell tickets. 
like everybody with all this like, oh, we can sell out every game and all. Right, right. It wasn't they always were like them that. Away. In seven of their eight home games were blacked out on local television. The Raiders were able to sell at their home opener on Monday night against the Chargers. That was the the, the game where Lewis Murphy um, got called on that. Remember that stupid rule they used to have where you had to hold the ball through the catch and all that BS, and we got burned on that. Um, but the Raiders finished the season tied with the Jacksonville Jaguars for most TV blackouts in 2009. Now, granted, they sucked, so, and that's why people were a big reason why people were coming to the games. But blackouts are nothing new to Oakland fans, as the Raiders have sold only 25 of 88 regular season games since returning to Oakland. The Raiders had three games with attendances under 40,000, with their lowest attendance coming in Week 11 against the Bengals when they drew 34,000 people to a football game. Dark, dark days, my friends, as Raider fans on the field, off the field, in the stands. So that's what... There was no enthusiasm around this organization, and that's what Antonio Pierce is talking about. And I'm going to tag it with this, and we're going to get to it in a minute. I've got a quote from Mark Davis. This is where, if you are around for those days, you've got to be highly appreciative of where we're at now. Like, the contrast from what is that? How many years has that been? Somebody do the math because yeah, I can't do it. a bunch. A bunch. 13 years, right? That's a huge difference. I yeah. mean, a huge, you know, and again, as much reverence as we and have. And it for takes Oakland. time. And that's what I've always said from the beginning when we were talking about when we were talking about Gruden before all the crap happened. You know, that's why he was signed to a 10 year contract. Amen. Because Mark Davis sees the big picture. Amen. You know? I, absolutely. Um, okay. So Antonio Pierce, uh, now I'm thrilled to have him. Uh, what I also didn't realize, he's an LA guy. He's from like. Laguna Beach or Long Beach or what? what, what uh, sorry, I'm butchering that. And I know it's like the whole greater region of Southern California is not L.A., but whatever. He's a Southern California guy. He's like 43 years old. He grew up in the heyday right, of the right, Los Angeles right. Raiders. So he's a, he really is a, a, a bona fide uh, L.A. Raider fan and, and Raider fan. So I think he's going to be an excellent addition. Okay, so did they keep Deuce? Deuce is not listed here, but we don't. I don't have a strength coach on here. So I don't know that. I got a special... Uh, SC coach. What is, what is SC? Because uh, I got strength your, and conditioning. Oh, there you go, Jason. Jason Simmons. So it's not. I don't good. know who he is. I've never there heard of him. Well, there you go. Right on the right on uh, right on uh, on call there, Mosh. Uh, defensive backs coach is Chris Ash, and then your special teams coordinator is Tom McMahon. So there you go. So there's your full rundown of the Raiders' uh, new hires. Now I mentioned about Mark Davis. Okay. I mentioned about one of the things that distinguishes him from his dad. And look, when you are the son of someone like Al Davis, it's awful hard to get out from underneath that shadow. I mean, you know, he cast Al Davis cast possibly the excuse me possibly the largest of shadows uh, when it comes to NFL owners. I mean, short list, Mosh. Like who else is even on the list? Like yeah. the Maras, Rooney, Hallis, Rooney. You know, uh, like, I mean, yeah, yeah. It's it's a very very short list, it, and even that modern day Jones. You know, I mean, there's a few craft, yeah. right? right? Like, right. and even that is like, I mean, again, debatable. Al, for whatever. So you guys would get the point. So here's what Al told Mark that. This whole idea of like hiring in these people and like, and this is mainly in reference to why he chose to part from Basaccia and move into the new direction with all those names that I just listed. Sure. Because Mark 
has ties to players and coaches. Uh, Marcel Reese, one of his best friends, senior assistant, right? So, right, right, I got you. So Al, basically what he was saying to Mark is that he wouldn't be a good owner because he's got, he's, he, he can't detach. Like what's, uh, here's a Star Wars reference, and forgive me for this, but like Jedi, like you're not allowed to have attachments to people. Like that's one of the, if you have an attachment, it can create your, lead your downfall. Like you don't want to be attached to players because it's a business. It ain't show friends, it's show business. But that's the difference between Mark and Al. But I applaud Mark. I don't because I don't think that he's allowing his friendships to override the best business decisions. And so that's what this whole comment is about. And uh, this is pretty cool stuff from uh, from uh, coach uh, coach from uh, our owner Mark Davis. Well, again, that's the funny thing you asked that because my dad said that I'd never be a good owner of this team or runner of this team because I'm too close with players. And uh, it's so true because that's what it's all about. Um, when I say the most valuable asset the Raiders have, I always say it, it's the alumni. It's the people that spread their blood, sweat, and tears to build this building, to build that building over there where we play in now mm-hmm. and everything else. And they're so important. And they're some of my best friends. And so as the players come through today, you know, I feel the same, you know, love for them because once a Raider, always a Raider. So, yeah, those decisions are always tough. It's always about families and even in the coaching staff and everything else. That was what was tough. You know, if you want to talk about bittersweet, even when you're looking forward, you also look back at the people that helped you to get here. And Rich did just such a phenomenal job in, in what he did. He's a great man. So it's the nature of the beast to know that there, there's nothing permanent in football. You know, there's a, there's a few things that 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 are true about football. Football is a game of inches. Uh, there are no secrets in football. Everything is out there. You know, you're they're going to see what you do. You know, there's not secret plays. You know, people have seen them. But the other thing is about football is that that it, it's a very you don't just say I'm going to move to uh, uh, Oakland and I'm going to play my entire career. Derek, if he does end up playing his entire career in in with the with with the Raiders organization, will be an anomaly. Those days are long gone. Those days, back in the day, it used to be only people that played for the Cowboys played for the Cowboys. You know, uh, Madden didn't like a lot of players bouncing around. He was adamant about that. But by today's standards, it 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 always was with coaches. Coaches always moved. Coaches always went from one place to another. Take that with Al's way of looking thing. Everybody that ever worked for Al got fired by Al. You know, everybody (laughs) that worked for Al got fired, except for Madden. You know, everybody that worked for Al got fired by Al. And and everybody still, even when Al let you go, you still shook his hand and, and had the reverence for Al. Because you understood, because whether it was Al's way of, of saying, hey, this is the door, this is your final paycheck, I love you, see ya. You know, or or what, you know. Re- or I love Villapiano's story about, like, when, when Al calls him and goes, hey, what do you know about Bob Chandler, the wide receiver in Buffalo? And he goes, oh, uh, Al, I think he's, he's great. He's, you know, he's a, he's a heck of a player. I think he'd fit in great with our locker room. And, 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 and Al goes, that's awesome. He goes, hey, Phil, and how's your knee? He goes, oh, knee's great, Al. I'm, I'm in good shape. I'm yeah. ready to go. And he goes, okay, good. And he goes, so, hey, back to Bob Chandler. He goes, so you're going to trade for him? And Al goes, yeah. He goes, what are you going to give up for him? And Al goes, you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Know? yeah, you know, and 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 
he can Phil can tell that story and still have the most reverence for Al out of anybody he's ever worked for. You know, so that's people that get that get that. If you don't get it, you don't get it. And and you can't teach that. You it's something that has to click in you. You know, so right, right. Yeah, you know, and I think that's I think that's Mark is is finally developing that, and he's it's, it's finally coming to fruition with him. So do you think like because I see like in this okay so you have an incredible players coach and, and look again we've heard from there's not one person that has an ill word about Rich Basaccia and you have and in fact the pendulum has swung so hard to the players that favor him that wanted him that like right, they right. they would freaking you know die on a hill right for that letters. guy yeah, they yeah, love yeah. that guy but here mark is willing to let him go that said he's also willing to have a guy like marcel reese be his 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 senior advisor so like there's uh, i see a hybrid where it's not all the way one way it's not all the way al's way He's found what I, and this is what I, look, people want to give him crap about the car he drives and where he eats and his haircut and whatever. I, I give you that because I've, I got a ton of respect for Mark Davis. I, he, it's not an easy job to do what he has done and to take this organization to where, look at what I just read you about all those, the, you know, about the, the Coliseum and the, and the, you know, the, the attendance levels and all the, the team was broke. Like there was so much adversity around the Raiders right. and now they're one of the healthiest and wealthiest franchises in all of football. And that's cause Mark. So like, I think that he's found a way to be a hybrid to go, to take the reverence and all of the mystique and the amazing things that built the Raiders and infuse it with a new way of welcome. This is the guy that brought Marcus Allen back. This is the guy that brought Rich Gannon back. This is the guy that, you know, again, has included Marcel Reese on his front office. Like, he's created a new dynamic where Al would have cut those people out and they were no longer that once a Raider, always a Raider. Didn't apply to Marcus Allen. Right. But it did to Mark Davis. Mark Davis brought back John Gruden. Like, all the things that Mark has done, I think there's a hybrid in there. And Mosh, doesn't that strike you as a healthier balance? Like, and I and I say all that, and with all this like this bombastic approach, because I think that's going to lead to W's. I think that's the way you have to lead now, from a, as an organizational head, as a leader, like to have this newly crafted vision, share it, and, and then and then and then apply it, and then have others like you know, execute that vision, I think it's incredibly healthy. Like, this is great as a Raider fan. Doesn't it feel that way? Well, I, 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 talking, think, I think our players... talking crazy? No, you're not talking crazy. I think players are a lot more cerebral than they were back in the day. I think, I think you know, uh, uh, back in the day, I, I think a lot of players... They they wanted to get out there and they wanted to. First of all, they weren't making the kind of money they're not they're making yeah, today, yeah. you know. And I think they wanted to get out there and they wanted to smash heads and they just wanted to have they wanted to play ball, you know. And I think today's players now, I think Max Crosby even, you know, who's arguably one of the toughest guys on our team, but I think he's also cerebral in his own right. He understands that it is it is a business, and he understands that the moves that are being made, yeah, okay, so you get rid of Basaccia. Oh, man, I'm bummed, I'm bummed, but look at what you replaced him with. Holy crap. He's not just getting, you know, some slapdick off the side of the road. You know, <laughs> Schmucky the Raider coach. <laughs> Schmucky the Raider coach. He's getting in somebody that's that's like – 
that there's a pedigree that he's bringing yes. into the organization. And that's what all of a sudden they're going, you know what? I could play for this guy. I could, I could play. I like the way this guy thinks. I like, I like what this guy does. I like this guy's motivation. So it's going to help build my brand, right? Because good. that's what the players, like you're talking about. They're so the players now are so much more hyper aware around, you know, presence and branding and like you know, the, not to name drop it, but our our buddy will like <clears throat> he he knows that his playing days are coming to an end, and so what is he doing? He's right. building his brand, bussing with the boys and his show and all that stuff and the advertising and the relationships and the networking, he'll tell you, I'm hotter now than I ever will be because when I stop playing, those handshakes start hitting a little different. Right, that, right Like I'm right. only relevant now because I'm in a uniform. He's, he, these, and players recognize that. And so they're starting to build. Well, what builds you and what builds your brand? W's, winning on Sunday. Because if you're, you know, if you're losing and you're not relevant in terms of uh, competition, then your brand gets dinged. So I'm with you, Mosh, that like, they may love Basaccia, but guess what? Josh McDaniels is coming with six freaking rings. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like that's what carries weight. Sure. You know what I mean? That's what's going to have a lot of impact on them. So I, I, it's real easy then to then go from well, yeah, we love this guy, but hey, we, it, you're right. It's not Schmucky the Raider coach. It's freaking McDaniels and right. Ziggler and all these other guys. So all that said, speaking of Max and, and appreciate the lead in Mosh. Let's listen to Max and what he has to say about uh, his his exposure so far to working with this new coaching and front office staff. Yeah, I've got to meet all those guys. They've been awesome. Uh, nothing but encouraging and you know excitement coming from their end. So you know, at the end of the day, like I said, I just want to win football games. Um, that's that's what's most important to me. Um, and just being in that position to you know maximize my you know my potential and just help this team any way I can that's that's all that matters uh to me and just being a leader um is obviously super important as well so I'm excited you know this offseason is is every offseason is different you know going into it you're like damn last year you know we didn't make the playoffs so now we got more motivation we're, we're going in the right direction we just want to continue you know going in that direction all right there you go man so I think that's basically like exactly what you were just talking about right Exactly. Yeah, I mean it's 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 there. They the 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 mindset is there with 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 the abilities and and they're they're looking at the future. And I love that. I love that. Absolutely. Hey Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the <laughs> nice. Oakland Raiders. And goes down and Max Crosby who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. All right, I appreciate that audio hit. And you know, and speaking of speaking of uh, 45, Marcel Reese. Come on. There might be another new audio hit coming on the way from, uh, oh. I'm not going to say, we ain't got it yet, but uh, there might be an Alec Ingold sighting here on Raiders Fan Radio. I'll just say. Uh, appreciate everybody that's in the chat room tonight. Um, Foxy Scorpio Fargo Raider killed Jadis. Mac Bud is in there. Uh, that's our buddy Colin McDonald. Colin is the guy that wears his get made Raiders fan radio shirt. He's in Scotland and oh. goes around to all the different castle ruins. Nice. And takes pictures of, in his in his get made shirt. I love it. He's got the old school one, the Murph and Mosh get made shirt. Nice. And wears them all on those amazing, amazing sites. So thank you, Mac Bud. Uh, Aaron the Q Dog Raider Storm. Uh, let's see who else is in there. Schmucky the Raider Bear. Chronicles of the Black. What's up, Daniel? Uh, Tyrone Graves is in there. Uh, we appreciate you all. So Bugsy Raider, appreciate all you. Uh, Fargo, Mac Bud. I mean, they're all here. Mark Thompson. Uh, man, love it. And so great stuff there from the chat room tonight. We appreciate you. All right, so 
Let's uh, let's talk about a less controversial topic, Uncle Mosh. Okay. Derek Carr. <laughs> oh, well, awesome. <laughs> or the most controversial topic. You, you mean topic. my quarterback? Yeah. Damn right. Come on. Your quarterback, mine too. And if you're a Raider fan, he better be your damn quarterback too. And listen, I, we understand the criticism, and we have, uh, we have vocalized our own at, at various points on this show. But at the end of the day, Mark Davis is your owner. Josh McDaniels is your coach. And Derek freaking Carr is going to be your quarterback. All right. But don't listen to me. Don't even listen to Mosh. I'll tell you what. Let's first do this to lead into this discussion. But speaking of reverent players, speaking of people that are legacy Raiders, let's check in with who, Howie Long. Who some people claim could be in the top four on their on their Mount Rushmore of Raiders. Oh, absolutely. He's like, on yours. He's absolutely on mine. There is, I mean, he is on the shortest of lists when it comes to the Raider grades. Some interim coaches have been huge hits. Some have failed. Some, like uh, Mike Tyson, Wayne Fonts, have been fine. They've, they've, they've not been great, but they've been very solid. So there is no interim coach always works or always fails. People can say that. It's just simply not true. We looked it up last week. Uh, I do like this. Um, I do like offensive coach with Derek Carr, because my contention is Derek's always been way better than people think. He's a top 12 quarterback, and I think if you've got one of those top 12 quarterbacks, you can win a Super Bowl. Um, what your takeaway on the Raiders hire? Well, I, I think Josh McDaniel is a great hire right now. And, and I think, you know, people were overly critical of his time in, in Denver. And I think if, if he had to do it over again, and I think this is something that he's discussed in, in, in great detail with Bill, is he tried to do too much. Um, and I think taking his personnel guy from New England uh, is a big key. It allows him to just function on and, and focus on the things that are important. And I, and I think not only an offensive coach coming in, but a guy who's been in New England under Bill Belichick for all these years. And, you know, just through, you know, sheer you know, minutes in the meeting rooms and on, on the practice field and situational football. And, and I think that's exciting for Derek Carr because I, I, I think, the offense will fit him, and and I think he'll take his game to another level. The offensive line was a, a, a real problem this year, and Josh Jacobs got beat up. Uh, and I think they have to address the offensive line, and I think once they do that, Josh Jacobs is a dynamic running back. He's physical. Um, he has a lot of that Debo Samuel, you know, where he's just so uh, a willing participant in contact, and that's – that's hard to find. All right, so there's Howie with uh, not only some some uh, high compliments there for Josh Jacobs, but also, of course, uh, for Derek Carr. Uh, happy birthday, Fabricator Gill. Our oh, good you beat me buddy. to it. Oh, you were going <laughs> to shout that out? That's all right. Uh, our good buddy Gill. Uh, we saw that in the chat room there. Uh, add that to the list of, uh, of of awesome birthdays today. Of course, Gill is the one that hooked us up with the incredible tailgate uh, this this um, uh, last year at the Chargers game, and uh, we appreciate you, Fabricator Gill, and uh, and happy birthday, my friend. All right, so here's the thing, Mosh. Okay, I have a list of all 32 of the. Um, I don't want to just say starting quarterbacks, but the predominant quarterbacks per team. So, right. okay, that, that through this last year, just the regular season, not counting anything in the playoffs All or right. anything else. All right. Our buddy Hondo Carpenter, uh, reporter for Sports Illustrated. Right, 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 right. In the press conference when Josh McDaniels and Dave Ziegler was announced, 
referred to Derek Carr as a top five quarterback, and he caught a lot of heat on social media. Granted, Derek Carr is in the top five in terms of yards, but in terms of is he one of a top five in terms of playing ability, whatever else, there was a lot of criticism. Howie and Colin Coward, who we don't like to fit, feature normally, but that was where Howie was, sure. refer to Derek as a top 12. I think that's a much fairer assessment. But So what I did was I went on NFL.com and I ran their breakdown of all these 32 players. And so I'm going to ask you, Mosh, and this is not a hit piece on Derek because I think highly of Derek and I was very pleased and I think fair in where he landed on this list. But is this like an eye test? Yes. So Would this one better, this one better? Come <laughs> yeah. on, come on. So just an eye test, like not knowing these stats or anything else, just, right. f- just vibe. As a football fan, as an NFL fan, give me the, the quarterback, like just roughly off the top of your head, spitball it on who are the best in the, in the league right now to you. Okay, so not taking into account – Recent retirements, none of uh, that. Taking taking into account from twenty twenty from twenty what year is this? Yeah, twenty twenty one regular yeah. season. Yes. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna give you a broad perspective Please. here. I'm gonna go the final eight. Okay, the final eight. So you're talking Mahomes. You're talking. Okay, hold on. All right. So hold on. So you got so Patrick Mahomes. Okay, on this list is number five. Okay, you're talking. I'm I'm gonna say Rogers. All I'm right. going to say Aaron Rodgers is number two on I'm the gonna list. I'm going to say Brady is number one on the list. I'm going to say uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here. I'm going to say my boy uh, uh, Baker. Baker is way down there. Okay, I love Baker. You love you I, some Baker. I do, and I, I, I maybe it's the commercials. I think I, it's the commercial <laughs> because he's and 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 I would say this uh, to me. I, I'm not a fan of Baker, although I I'm, I know, but I'm I, a fan I, of the persona of Baker. I, but I think he's way overrated. He's, and he's, he's overrated, but I think there's. I I guess I just look at the kid as a, with the potential he's got. You know, right? But we're uh, talking about actualities, and uh, I'm, in yeah, terms of actualities, right. okay. twenty four. Twenty four. All, right. All, right. Uh, All right. Uh, my my boy in uh, uh, my boy with the Bengals. Um, what is he about nine? Joe Burrow. No, Joe Burrow is four. He's four. He's okay. four. And this was regular season, which didn't even count his run to the freaking Super Bowl. So that's a great call. So you're yeah. yeah so you've so, got yeah. You're all over. So you've got four of the top five already. Now. Okay. So yeah, you know, and, and so it's it's not hard to go to four before you would ever even get to before Derek. you even get to Derek. And that's yeah. and I see that's what I'm saying is fair. So then we keep going down the list. Like anyone else you want to throw out so there? So I'm going to say, so there's, there's, but then you get, you look at people and I go, okay. And, and I'm not picking on him just to pick on him, but Tannehill. Tannehill, who made it farther than Derek did in the playoffs by virtue of a bye, I'm not going to say is a better quarterback than Derek. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put Derek above Tannehill. You are so freaking on it. Okay, so Tannehill comes out at 11 on your list. Okay. All right, do you want me to give you Derek? Sure. 10. Okay, so okay. that's All my right. point. So, so, Derek, so you, have, you nailed it. All right, so. Okay, so who's seven, six, seven, eight? All right, so here's, okay, now here's where I, the, the list loses me a little bit. Okay. Okay, because, but I think it's because I have a case of the ass for this guy just because I can't stand him, and I think, speaking of overrated, and I know he's good, but is he third in the league? Justin Abair? No, no, can't stand him. Can't stand him. So is he, is he, is he ahead of Burrow, just behind Brady and Rodgers? 
Save that. You know, for, and, like, and, give me, get over yourself. So that's like, that's not saying, saying Matthew Stafford, you know, because he's going to be in there as well. He's going to be there probably you, seven or eight. He, you know, he's eight. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So, you know, but, but is he, is he, is he, how many years did it take Matthew Stafford to get to that spot? Well, and it took him to get to a good freaking football a good team. team. Get to a team that could protect him. Get to a team that can, that can, you know, Cover his ass, you know, and and that's what it's exactly what that's exactly what Howie was saying. Derek's never had. Yes, yes, we have talked at nauseum about Derek's got the weapons. Finally got the weapons. Finally got the weapons. Well, you know what? If you don't have the protection to use those weapons. You know, well, but the converse of that argument is that we'll neither to Joe Burrow, right? Because right, then, right, right, he right, got right. sacked more than anybody else in the league this year. But their number, Jamar Chase, didn't freaking kill somebody and and go to jail and stop playing football like our number one wide yes, receiver did. Yes. Like, so I mean, there are there are exceptions to this thing. Yeah, and I'm with you on and that's A-Bear. not an irreverent comment there. I mean, but like that's the reality of it is that look, and our head coach got you know freaking resigned, sure, resigned sure, sure. in the middle of the thing because of you know what he did. So so who are we missing on that number seven? All right, so six. So you missed six, and I um, see now this is a guy that I would put probably. Right after Brady and Rodgers. Okay. And that's Josh Allen. Ooh, Josh Allen ooh, yeah, is yeah, a yeah, yeah, yeah. freaking monster. Like that yeah. guy is 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 a freaking monster. After him, this is a little bit questionable to me too. I think this goes in the in the A Bear range. Um Kyler Murray. Like, I love Kyler Murray. Heck, he was gonna go play for the A's. Yeah. He's a very dynamic quarterback, but like I, I don't know. I like I think he's still I think what I have the, the the challenge that I have with the with Herbert and 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 even Burrow to a certain extent. Look, Burrow ran him to the Super Bowl, so it's almost like you give him a freebie here. But he's so young. Like, he's a year two guy. Like, Marino went to the Super Bowl with the Dolphins in year two, too. And then never went back. So, like, yeah. and, and that's not a shot at Marino in his, in his playing career. But, like, I feel like it's almost like it's too early to, like, be putting these guys in the conversation with Brady and freaking. You, you, know can, I mean? get, you can get to the Super Bowl once, Plunkett. You can you can Rex get to, Grossman went to a Super Bowl. Uh, uh, the guy that they got, they're making the movie about with the wife with the with the short hair. Uh, oh, Kurt Warner Kurt went to a Warner couple of them. The, yeah, you know what I'm saying though. But but he, he, here the guy was you know bagging groceries and then they gets the call and then he's he ends up with the Super Bowl. But he didn't have an illustrious career. Amen. That's you what know, I'm talking he didn't, about. He yeah. didn't have he didn't have a, a, a Brett Favre or a Montana or a you know he didn't have that career. He didn't have a you know? Stabler, Lenny he, Dawson, he, he, Fran Tarkington, exactly. Bart Starr. Fran like, Tarkington who never won. Fran Tarkington who was in four Super. Super Bowl. Don't get me fired up about you're Smeltzer. Good, I'll get you fired. Fran Tarkington was in four Super Bowls and never had scored a point in the first half of all four of those. Unbelievable. Four Super Bowls and never scored a point in the first half. And he's in the Hall of Fame. And he's in the Hall of Fame. And it was and it was it was four of six, was or something like that. Yeah, four yeah, six, yeah, six yeah. That, 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 yeah. that you know. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's unbelievable. So I mean, so that's what I'm saying. That like you have these like legacy players, like right. Elway. As much as we hate them, Peyton, Peyton, you have these yes. legacy players that looks like they put these huge resumes together. Anyway, so I think it's too early to put Herbert Murray, sure, uh, sure, Burrow. I agree. Like it's hard to put those guys in there. Okay. You got three out of that list that are on that. That you got, you got Brady Rogers and. Like I said, I think Josh Allen. I because th- I, I think Josh it, Allen, at this yeah. point, Josh Allen has put up enough of a resume to 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 get on there. Okay, here's another one. 
and this is like I don't disagree with the number, but it's like Dak Prescott. Like Dak when he's oh. healthy, Dak when he's healthy, he's freaking awesome. Like so, and he's or got, Ru- Russell. There you go. Okay. You can't, Russell, you can't so forget about Russell. So so there it's like okay. Now I don't know if I put uh, if I would put Prescott ahead of Derek. But Russell, even though Russell had a down year, Russell is right behind Tannehill at number he's, twelve. But he's got two Super Bowls. That's what I'm saying. Like, so yeah. he's got the bona fides, and and we know. Look, Russell had the thumb injury. Sure. Like, and sure. I always say, you can't evaluate a player when they're coming off of injury. Okay, so we've already. So there you go. So there's your twelve. So is it is Howie and Colin like they're dead on? Yeah, Derek Carr's easily. A top 12 quarterback. So what's the crux of this whole thing and point of this discussion? If they give him a two-year extension, he gets a 30, he's a $33 million a year quarterback because he gets 40 and 40. It's fair. It's market value. It's exact. And what do you want? What's the alternative? You're not going to draft somebody else. None of these other guys are coming to save the team. I'm sorry, Raider fan. Russell Wilson ain't coming to save us. Aaron Rodgers ain't coming to save us. Nobody on this list that you would definitively put higher than Derek is coming. And then after that, guess what? The list. Here you go. Here's your options. You want Kirk Cousins as your quarterback? You want Lamar Jackson? You want Jalen Hurts? You want Matt Ryan? You want Mac Jones? You want Jimmy Garoppolo? You want Teddy Bridgewater? You want Carson Wentz? You want Jameis Winston? You want Tua Tagovailoa? You want Jared Goff? Oh, there's one. That'll sell tickets. How about Daniel Jones? How about Ben Roethlisberger? Oh, my gosh. Don't touch me, Ben. How about Taylor Heineke? How about Justin Fields? Guy, who knows what that guy's in? How about Davis Mills, Houston fan? How about Trevor Lawrence? You want that guy? How about Sam Darnold, who's number 31 on the list? Or what about the golden boy out of the draft? Because, oh, because he can throw pretty and go ahead to BYU. Zach Wilson. Oh, let's trade for that guy, Raider Nation. Give me an effing break. Derek Carr's going to be our quarterback. Let's go. Murph gets. I am the sizzler. Sizzler. If that dumbass swaggy can give it to Capo, I can give it to you. Oh, my God. Oh, that's funny. All right, let's hit a break and do some uh, Raiders and pop culture. Oh, my goodness. Uh, where am I at? Oh, we talked about Phil. Let's hear from Phil. Okay. Nobody enjoyed a good Donnybrook more than six-year <laughs> linebacker oh, Phil Villapiano. This is Phil Villapiano, and you're listening to Raiders fan radio. <laughs> This is Raiders Fan Radio. I'm Brent Musburger, and I don't care who wins, as long as it's the Raiders. Gosh, I'm spitting all over my notes over here. Oh, that was funny. You, you hadn't had a nice little rant in a while. <laughs> hey, Swaggy, speaking of Swaggy, Swaggy's in the chat. Hey, He's with Swaggo. us. Hey, uh, real quick, did you want to do that David Carr uh, audio? Or no, oh, you had one. I forgot all about it. Okay, yeah. so you're gonna... it's 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 David Carr talking about his brother, saying like you know he hopes the Raiders put more pieces around his brother. <laughs> Swaggy, Swaggy says I tuned in just in time for Mosh to call me a dumbass. <laughs> I love you, Swaggy. I'll see you tomorrow for lunch. Oh, uh, awesome. Hey, who else is in there, Mosh? <laughs> ah, Paul's in there. Fargo's in there. Storms in there. Lee B's in there. Uh, Aaron's in there. Chronicles of the back, the black hole. Tyrone Graves. 
Oh my gosh, let me see if I can scroll up. Yeah, I can. I can work this little thing. Uh, Mac Bud. Um, did I say Michelle? Did I say uh, uh, Q Dog? I can say it again. I can do anything yeah, I well, want. Almost fought her Kill, in a parking lot. Kill J. Kill J. This nine oh seven. SDAF. Is that my saying that right? SDAF. SDAF. Yeah. STAF or S? No. SD. S. San Diego as San Diego as duh. F. No. San Diego. Like you know how the kids say Mosh. Like AF. Because that's as no, it's, the it's, F it's word. SDA and then there's a space F. Yeah, and it says Ver, oh. FYI. Okay, for I don't know, I don't know. I don't know that is anyway, <laughs> hey, let us know who you are, uh, Jack Kenna. This is where we need Jeff. To, we need the young guy to interpret for us because the two old bastards here in the fan cave can't figure out what it is. Fabricator yeah. Gill, uh, Bugsy Raider. Oh my gosh, Man, love it! Everybody's in there. Uh, you guys, uh, hit the like button. Hit yeah, the like hit, the like, hit, hit the, the like, hit the subscribe. Button. Hit the subscribe. Tell your Raider friends about us. Call your call your friends and family. So it's funny. So last last week, Mosh, I was lobbying for subscribers because and we never do that. But I thought like we're so close to like getting to four thousand. I was like, hey, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, help us out. Help us yeah, get yeah, to four thousand. Yeah. We went down. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah. So people were trying to help us out and unsubscribe and then resubscribe and they forgot to resubscribe. I, I, so I'm never going to lobby for subscribers again. Like, look at it. This is like we're the dog whistle of of Raiders podcast. Like, it, look, it's it's not going to be for everybody, but if you hear it, you hear it. Uh, Jack, oh no, Jack Ken is in there at Murph. What were you thinking when V? What were you thinking when VP? If I'm here, you need stay here on the OG uh, dance. Oh, oh 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 oh. Oh, Villapiano. That's what he said. Oh, VP. Oh, oh. Yeah. So that okay. So that was a. So I don't know if you heard that or not. No. Uh, but when I oh, shoot, I haven't. I, I could probably pull it back. Um, I'll tell you what, Jack Kenna. Let me get to this segment here. Let's do this Raiders of Pop Culture, and then before we jump to see if fans mosh, I'll play the thing of the clip so you can okay. hear it uh, when Phil Villapiano yelled you at me. It's pretty I'll funny. Right All right. So um, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, Raiders and pop culture. And listen, I want to. I want to quickly though. Dive into the to the USFL uh, the connection that just happened this week in terms of the Raiders. So yesterday, the USFL, which has came back, so the Oakland Invaders were the Raider. Oh gosh, let me back. Sorry, I'm all over the place. Back in the '80s, when the USFL first came into inception, the Raiders had moved to Los Angeles, and they had moved a USFL franchise into Oakland called the Invaders. That's the shirt that I'm wearing here tonight, the Oakland Invaders. And so the Oakland Invaders, no uh, mystery there why they named the team that, because they wanted it to be reminiscent of the Raiders. And there was a lot of uh, Raiders connections to um, the Oakland Invaders. And so the Invaders played three seasons in Oakland, uh, they were 9-9 nine and uh, nine their first year, which was good enough to finish first in their division, although they lost in their divisional round. Uh, and, and that was 83-84. Uh, they finished fourth in their division. But then in 85, they went 13-4 and four with a tie and then lost in the quarterfinal against Tampa Bay. Um, excuse me. No, they won the quarterfinal against Tampa Bay and then uh, won the semifinal. I, be- I messed that up again. Won the se- I'm all over the place. Won the, yeah, won the semifinal against Memphis and then lost in the championship game against Baltimore. Part of those teams were former Raider players, Raymond Chester, 
Uh, also, um, Cedric Hardman, uh, former Raider. Oh, nice. I played for them. And there was a bunch of players that were former NFL uh, players that played for the Oakland Invaders. So why do I bring all that up? Well, the, the USFL has now come back here in 2022, and they held their first ever draft uh, yesterday, Mosh, on, on the, uh, the Palindrome Day. Uh, they held their first ever draft, and there are some former Raiders that have been drafted into the USFL, and one of them in particular is really fun. So uh, quarterback Kyle Slaughter has been drafted to the New Orleans team, B.J. Emmons to Tampa Bay, Garrett Groshick to Pitt, um, Brandon Barnes to Houston, Vidal Alexander, remember him, offensive lineman, yeah. goes to Pittsburgh, James Folston Jr., whose dad played for the Raiders, goes to New Orleans, Azeem Victor, remember him, uh, linebacker, uh, goes to Houston, uh, Tavon Coney goes to Philly, uh, Shalom Luwani, who I think he was, if I remember right, he's a safety, he goes to New Jersey, I want to say he was kin somehow to like, the, uh, the, the Rock, maybe? Like, there was some connection in there. Um, What's his name? Uh, Shalom Luani, L-U-A-N-I. Then, because it was a linebacker for sure that was The Rock's cousin, but I want to say Luani had a connection, too. Um, punter Colby Wadman, but here's the last one that's fun. Safety goes to Tampa Bay. Obi Melifonwu. No way. Raiders fan radio veteran Obi Melifonwu. One of the players that was part of the Raiders fan radio curse that we interviewed here on the show and then got immediately cut by the team, Obi Melifonwu, uh, has been drafted uh, into the USFL. So, but we miss, wish him the utmost of luck and uh, look forward to like, what, did Were you a fan of the USFL, Mosh, back in the a day? A little bit, yeah. Me yeah. too. It was kind yeah, of fun, just right? Just because it was football. It was like, it was like, it was like having the hometown... You know, kind of a a triple A AAA ball club in town. You know, kind of a thing. You know, you kind of followed it that way. It was fun. Absolutely, it was fun. absolutely. So uh, anyway, so it should be fun to kind of check out the USFL. And I'm with Mosh. Like, hey man, any void of football, and especially like I said, like even Good Morning Football isn't even on the air right now. So the more football, the merrier. When, it, when as far as I'm concerned, uh, appreciate uh, uh, Fabricator Gill in the IE with a with a 1999 donation in there. Uh, doesn't have any uh, any any comment in there, but uh, Gill, you know we love you and we appreciate that donation. All right, um. So let's do some Raiders and pop culture, and then I'm going to get to, uh, uh, to that Villapiano uh, soundbite there. But uh, let's get into this. So Raiders and pop culture, we're going to feature one of the greatest, one of the all-time greatest of the Raiders. We're talking about number 24, cornerback slash safety, Charles Woodson. Come on. A few years ago, and by a few I mean like 10 or so, Mosh and I are sitting on the couch, and we're like, there's nothing on. And Mosh goes, ah, Daytona 500's on. You want to watch that? And Mosh and I watched start to finish the entire Daytona 500. And loved it. Loved it. And at the end of the race, declared ourselves officially NASCAR fans. <laughs> you know how many Daytona 500's I've watched since then? As many as we had up to that point. <laughs> None. <laughs> I've never I thought we were going to be the biggest damned NASCAR fans in the world. I'm like, we would turn we it live on. in the South. I'm like, this yeah. would be awesome. We would turn it on and we'd go like, okay, where's Danica Patrick? Is she in a swimsuit? <laughs> Wait, what the hell? No. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, women's tennis is on. I, like Uncle Murphy used to say, I'd rather watch Canadian women's volleyball than yeah. watch NASCAR. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, all right. So we haven't watched NASCAR, but I did pay a little bit of attention to NASCAR this week because 
the Daytona 500, which is their Super Bowl. It's their biggest race of the year. Which is funny because it's the first race of the I year. No, it's not even for a championship. It's yeah. just what, whatever. Okay. Respect, whatever. I Do you think, NASCAR? Um, Seriously, because we had fun when we did it. We really did have and fun. And we even went to a couple of races. I've, at been, the, in at the, I've been to the Talladega 500. Yes, yes. Because my dad was a NASCAR guy. And yes. so we went to Talladega and, like, and had a blast. It was fun. And I'm a car guy. Yeah. I love high rods. <laughs> NASCAR. All right, so, but but that said, part of uh, the Fox broadcasting uh, team, and uh, especially for college football, is the GOAT, 24, Charles Woodson. Right. And he was the grand marshal for the Daytona 500. And so he, you know, one of the famous things they do is, is start your engines. Yeah. And so let's check in and hear uh, the GOAT, Charles Woodson. Daytona, are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> Drivers, start. Your engine! Oh, he did a good job. He did a good one. Oh, I love that. You got to love that. It's so cool. So cool. So cool. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. Well, okay. Raiders okay. Pop culture. That's our salute to NASCAR. All right. NASCAR. And isn't that funny how we don't have, I don't have nothing against NASCAR. Nothing against NASCAR. I, you know, it just doesn't grab I, me. It just doesn't. You know, it's. I don't know. I, I, like NASCAR to me is like bowling. It's like golf. It's <laughs> like, look, I couldn't drive a race car 200 miles an hour. And like it takes an incredibly high level of skill, just like it takes to hit a golf ball or like I said, or bowling or whatever. But like it's a skill. It's not an athletic Event and you hear people say the well, the drivers they get hot and they get like I agree, but they don't have to jump like they don't have to be like strong they don't like well, okay you got to hold the steering wheel I get you got to be strong but it's like it's it's there's not an explosiveness to them like it, there is behind an NFL athlete and that doesn't disparage them at all like that's not knocking like you said well, their their ability is yeah. amazing I couldn't do it either I think today but it's in, different I think today in in history. You know, when we were doing, I was doing my research on that. I think today Richard Petty won the Daytona 500. Did he really? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't remember what year. The like King. Richard Petty the or King. Something like that. And, but you know what, what's really funny is we have a friend. Uh, uh, we got one. We got, we got a friend. We got a, he doesn't, doesn't, he's never, he doesn't, he probably doesn't even know that we do this. Last time I think that, that either of us saw him, you saw him at his wedding. Lucas. Oh, yeah. His yeah, yeah. dad used to say that NASCAR is the only true sport. Everything else is a game. And I was like, wait, eh. how can you argue And he's a big that? baseball and guy. He's a, and grew the up biggest hockey, baseball guy. Biggest baseball, you know? But I was like, nah, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. Nah, I, I, don't I, I, look at, I look at NASCAR like NASCAR's a lot like cream of wheat. <laughs> you know you need it. It's sustenance. You got to, if it's there and you have nothing else to eat, you don't, you can't even get milk toast. You, you, there's nothing available and it's just cream of wheat, you know, and you, and I'm not talking with sugar or, or any kind of good stuff. It's just, it's just cream of wheat. Yeah. So you, you do it so you can, so you can go and play and then, and then have a hell of a lunch later, (laughs) you know, and, and, and you don't ever go and order cream of wheat. You don't ever buy. No one's ever ordered cream of wheat. You don't at a order restaurant. cream of wheat. You don't buy cream of wheat on purpose. And and there's nothing against those people that like cream of wheat. Just like there's nothing against those people hey, that like NASCAR. Do your thing. That's your thing. That's do your life. Do it's your life. just not us. 
Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm, Turn left. Yeah. <laughs> again. And again. Five times at Daytona. They turned five times. Oh my There's, god. It's not well, even. A, it's not even a yeah. true oval. I mean, because because turning four wouldn't be exciting. No, it'd be a short track. <laughs> okay. No, I gotta say Bristol's a little more. Let's stop talking about NASCAR. Like, really, on? let's let's go back. Here so, at the top of the show. <laughs> I'm gonna right. So here's the reference point. So I was on with OG Daniel on the Chronicles of the Black Hole. It's me and Daniel and Captain Jack, who you're gonna hear from Captain Jack Yay! later. It's me and Daniel, Captain Jack, and the legendary Phil Villapiano, and I had to get going. And so I, mm. I wanted to pose a question and announce at the same time that I needed to get going. So I'm going to play this, and then Uncle Mosh, after that, let's take us into the Sea of Fans mailbag. I, I, I have a question. i got to get going in just a minute, guys. If, if, Phil, I'd like to ask you. Uh, Excuse me. Yes, sir. You think you think I don't got to get going? <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed, you stay as long as you want. <laughs> No, I'm telling you, you stay too. Oh, all right. All right. Well, all right. Sit the fuck down. You're staying, Murph. Ask the question. All right. All right. What's your question, Murph? My question is this. Oh, my gosh. That is so funny. He is fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. He's tied. He's thrown. It is. Oh, 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 I had a date. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jack wouldn't know about that. No. Oh. oh! Have you seen him? Okay, here we go. Oh, Mosh. Okay, all right. So, uh, all right. <laughs> Fargo Raider <laughs> says he loves that so much. I uh, appreciate that. All right, so... Uh, so here we are at the Sea of Fans mailbag. Yep. Uh, you can contact the show a multitude of ways. Uh, that is uh, by calling the show at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Or you can email the show at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. That is S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com. And if we play your message on the show three times or more, you can become a made man or a made woman. Or if you email the show an indefinite amount of times, you can become a made man or a made woman. And so last week, we kind of joked, Mosh, we, we called this the, the Sea of Fan mailbag. <laughs> and so we're only, uh, we're, we're only just barely ahead of that to go see if fans uh, tonight, because of course we have the stalwarts, which are uh, Paul on the emails, and it is Capo on the voicemails, and then just one other email and one other voicemail. But needless to say, we are so appreciative of, of those of you that have called in and emailed the show. So Uncle Mosh, who do we have tonight? Tonight, we start off with yours truly, Matthew Mangus. Hello, RFR family. Another off-season, another year of hearing the BS claims that Carr is going to be traded. The latest rumor is we trade Carr to the Steelers for three first-round picks. We get Pittsburgh first-rounder, this is, and the next two years give us six first-round picks in the next three years. Well, I like the idea. I don't think Carr right now is worth three first-round picks and second. There's no way I'm witnessing Mac 2.0. The Mac trade gave us a boatload of picks, and that nestled, uh, I'm sorry, that netted us nothing. So there's no way I'm witnessing that again. Plus, the leadership of the franchise already said they're going to commit to Carr. 
Like it or not, Carr is going to receive a new contract. It's going to be around thirty to forty million a year, and we will be the Q- and he will be the QB for the foreseeable future. I wouldn't say that the Mac trade was a bust. I mean, I hate to jump in on his email, but I wouldn't say that it was a bust. I, I don't think so either, and I think that it's still because like. You know, Josh Jacobs is, you know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. a pretty legit player, and you don't get him without trading Cleo Mack. Right. And, right. and I know that, like, there are some controversies uh, or uh, controversies, as you would say, sure. around some of the players. But even a Jonathan Abram, like, he's still kind of, you know what I mean? Still kind of out there. Yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah. with you, Mosh. Now that I've entertained that car haters, it's on to business. Carr, Max Crosby, and Renfro all need new contracts, and the Raiders only have about $30 million of cap room. Not to mention there's Abrams, Farrell, and Jacobs. F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't Furl. And Jacobs, whose fifth option would be exercised. $8 million is what will be cleared once the Raiders complete the paperwork for conduct detrimental to the team for Arnett and Ruggs. So that means $39 million, give or take. The order of the contract should be as follows. Carr needs to be the top priority. He's the franchise QB. We need to lock him up long-term before he balls out and it costs more to retain him. Mad Max and Renfro are next. Both are entering the final year of their contracts and need to be re-signed before they hit free agency. Next year, both are going to cost a lot of money, but the Raiders have a ton of future cap space, so you can backload the contracts and have them make their money next year. These contracts should be a top priority for Ziegler and his staff. That's all for this twin. Stay safe, Raider Nation. Yours truly, Matthew Mangus, proud made man, Gemini man winner, Soros loser winner, keeper of the Godfather's chair. Oh, nicely Thank you done. For that, nicely Matthew. done. You're gonna have a Matthew's gonna have a little bit of a uh, little bit of run for his money next year on the Gemini man. Oh, there we go. Absolutely. And yeah. and, and listen, let, I want to address something here. Okay, so okay. so the, the the chat's kind of going at it in terms of the um, the Khalil Mack trade. And uh, so Storm, who is incredibly analytical and, and, and does a great job okay. laying some stuff out. Uh, what do we get back from Mack again? LaMarcus Joyner, question mark. <laughs> Trent Brown, Cleveland Farrell, it was a bust. I hear those. And, when, and, and I spoke in reference just now to the player-for-player acquisition. Sure. But here's the thing that gets missed all the time. And I'm clapping and pounding the You're desk. You're getting excited. I will pound the desk on this forever. This is the contract that the Bears gave to Khalil Mack in terms of dead cap, which means that you have killed that area of the, of the salary cap in order to attain a player. This year alone in 2022, it's $24 million. His dead cap number in 2018 when they signed him was $60 million. Wow. We have to sign all these players like Renfro and Crosby and all these players that we have all identified you're not getting that. We're not even in the conversation around that if we sign Khalil Mack to a Bears-level contract. That was one of the reasons that we parted ways with him. It wasn't even, yes, the, the acquisition portion of it, the draft picks and all that, yes, that was a big deal, but we also relinquished our freaking obligation to sign him to this monster contract. Don't forget, man, it's not a healthy contract for the team. And, and the, the Bears have the luxury of drafting a young player, which is you can afford to overload on your defense and put out a bunch of money when you've got a rookie quarterback because you're not paying him anything. Well, guess what? We're paying Derek right. at the time $25 million. Now we got to pay him another whatever. But like, point is, though, is that you can't be healthy. You can't do the same thing. Like, look at 
and I'm, I'm going to really go on a tangent, but I'll, I'll keep it brief. When you look at a lot of the players or a lot of the teams that have won Super Bowls, in over, I, and, and I'm just throwing out a loose, loose numbers, over the past 20 years, a lot of times they're either one, very team-friendly contracts, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, right? Right, players right, right. that structure friendly, or they're on the rookie deal. Aaron Rodgers, freaking Russell Wilson, even now, Joe Burrow makes it. Like it, Even appearances, they're on friendly, friendly deals. You can't overpay or, or pay your quarterback fair market and then still have a bunch of money on defense. So that's what the Raiders would have had to have done to keep Khalil Mack. And then guess what? You don't get anything else. So anyway, that's cut it right. Thank you. Q, always, Aaron's always telling me rant. <laughs> and I always read after the fact. It's a good thing I don't read it before because I'd really get fraught. Like you listen to somebody. Evening, everybody. <laughs> I, hope to you. E- I hope this email finds you all well. Another week has passed in a flash, and pretty soon we can set our focus on the combine, free agency, and the draft. The mock drafts are happening thick and uh oh, I just lost uh, I just lost me. Well, you, you Check. Got, got yeah, I'm back. Okay. Uh, anyway, the mock drafts are happening thick and fast, and there's a huge number of players to check out. Thanks to all the Raiders content creators out there helping me to stay sane. And there are so many names and stats floating around; it can get overwhelming with all the information. At least they make sense of it all. There is an overriding situation, though, at the minute. The hot topic is very much the contract extension of Derek Carr and any possible signing of Devontae Adams. I touched on this last week, but wanted to elaborate more. Until the facts start appearing, we're driven by rumor and speculation. The numbers that I'm seeing for D.C. are starting to get around 40 to $45 million area. Initially, that scared me a little, but when you sit and think about that, Things, things in detail, is it really that bad? The market has been inflated over recent seasons, and not just by the quality QBs that deserve the money. Kermit, Josh Allen, Deshaun Watson, <laughs> Russell Wilson, and Aaron Rodgers are all on a higher pay grade than D.C., and none of us would argue that. However, Dak Prescott, Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Ryan Tannehill, and Jimmy Garofalo... I'm not so Garofalo. sure, though. Isn't that a story yeah. that we used to yeah. read the kids, the yeah. Garofalo? Yeah. yeah, they used to call me that. Yeah, 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 Uncle Garofalo. Yeah, I remember that. You may think differently, but I believe D.C. is better than some, if not all on that list, and he is so deserving to jump to the 40-45 mil. In that context, I would say, yes, do it. There's a good argument that says in order to make D.C. the quarterback, we want to see on a high, more consistent basis, then you have to get the players around him first, and more depth of quality being a must. So does paying 40 to 45 mil make it too difficult to go and get the other areas of need addressed? The salary cap increase will help a little in this regard, but it is a genuine concern. So if it becomes detrimental to the building of the roster, then should we just trade him and take a punter for uh, – <laughs> for a new QB in the draft or free agency, save the money, build up the rest on the roster, then focus on a QB next year? It's an option I've heard discussed, but it's way too risky for me. Add to this that DC said a while ago, and I'm paraphrasing here, it's not about the money, it's about winning. Also, I want to win as a Raider, and if I can't play for the Raiders, I don't want to play for anyone else. Yeah, It could be time to prove it because any deal may need to be team-friendly. 
So how much should DC give up for our growth to continue? Should he have to give up anything? It's a headache, isn't it? I don't doubt the guy's loyalty to the cause. Hell, there's many a player would have left years ago with the amount of crap he's had to deal with. And he knows we aren't that far away from being a real contender. We've just had a pretty decent year without any real leadership with respect to Coach Basakia's efforts. And D.C. now has a head coach that thinks more like a QB. So that's a huge benefit to him. When all the cards have been dealt, I believe we will extend his deal for at least three more years. And I think it's the right decision. But only because there's no viable, sensible solution at this point in time. My concern is that it could be to the detriment of others like Max Crosby, Darren Waller, and Hunter Renfro who have to be paid what they are worth. If there's any risk of losing any of them because of it, then I hope the new regime think about that very carefully. We're led to believe that Mark Davis and Dave Ziegler have a dollar number and length of contract that they won't go past, so it's not certainly... It's not a certainty by any means. Whatever happens, the most important thing is the whole scenario isn't the individual, it's the Raiders. So do whatever it takes to get us back where we belong. Which brings me around to Devontae Adams. Oh, let's go. Do I want him to be a Raider? Yes. You're damn right I do. (laughs) If a superstar becomes available, then it would be negligent not to explore the possibility. But I don't see any way the deal can be done on a financially sound basis. Plus, the draft and free agency are deep with alternative options for us to explore. It's a nice idea, and to see him in silver and black would be a beautiful thing. But don't hold your breath, folks. I can't help feeling that Al Davis would have signed both Carr and Adams, though, regardless of the cost, wouldn't he? Finally tonight, and after last week's Sizzler Gate drama. <laughs> I thought it was time for a Sizzler scoreboard update. Oh, nice. We haven't had one of these in a while. There have been 140 shows with 146 awards handed out. Nice. 172 if you include the no longer eligible. Okay. There have also been 48 different winners. 56 if you include the no longer eligible. Currently, the standings are. As follows. With 15 and soon possibly to be retired, Houston Raiders Steve. Oh, let's go, Steve. With 14 in second place, Kill Jadis. Oh, no kidding. With nine, Raider Born Rico. Let's go, Rico. Nice. With eight, Tada Raider. Nice. With five, Multiples in five. Okay. Coach Davis, Patch, Kevin the Raider Nerd, and Matthew Mangus. Nice. With four, Daniel Daniel Mangus, Michelle Sweat, and Pirate 1975. With three, B-Dog in a Pasture, Raider Ramon, Rev Raider, the Raider Karaoke Kid. Two, OG Daniel... Tyrone Graves, Wyoming Raider, and then 30 others with one award. That's awesome. I'm off to study more tape on QB Jeff and Capo's draft candidates. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. 
his lordship, the royal scribe, Paul Egerton, Shropshire, Mississippi, Polly Award winner 2019, Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020, BRT Sizzler scorekeeper, proud made man, five-time, 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 plus one, plus one, winner of the Raiders fan BRT Sizzler Award. He didn't put his name in there. We probably did, but I might have cut it off. No, he didn't put his name in there as for, for having won seven. Oh, well, yeah. congratulations, Paul. Congratulations, Paul. <laughs> you've won seven of those. Well, actually, you've won five times, five times, five times, plus one, plus one. Paul? 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 Paul. Hello. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. Appreciate you, Paul. Always with the amazing insight there. And yeah, congratulations to all those Sizzler Award winners. So what we do around here at Raiders Fan Radio is the, the best of the emailers or phone callers. We give you a, a Sizzler Award. Actually, Uncle Mosh uh, announces that at the end of the segment. Yeah, and, so, and I'm sorry for being gone and having contravesty because my buddy, the idiot, didn't, couldn't <laughs> figure it out. Jeez, oh, Pete, that kid. And then he wanted to throw. Like, he was he was battling on that oh thing. Oh, my gosh. It was, you set the rules. That's what I'm trying to tell him. I'm like, don't, don't, when, don't. When, if, look, if he made the rules, he can override the rules. Like, you make the rules. So if you choose to give a, a, a sizzler to Capo, that's your call. You I'm you wrote the book. Hell yeah. But yeah. Jeff didn't write the book, so he can't go off script. Like, what, what are we doing around he here? He tried to do that Is one other time. Is nothing sacred yes. anymore? Oh, jeez. He doesn't they, understand. Thank you, Julian Cardenas. He says, uh, or uh, <laughs> love you guys. Keep up the good work, man, with a $10 donation. We appreciate that uh, very, very much. 100% of that money goes to the One Nation Foundation. And also, Mosh, Foxy Scorpio with a $10 donation Aww. says, let's cook the books, Bernie Madoff style, F the cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. So uh, the, uh, Ron, the Materator, earlier in one of our chats said, the, the, uh, the cap is an illusion. And it kind of is. I mean, look, at the Chiefs are paying their quarterback literally a half a billion dollars. Seriously. You can figure out a way to make the cap number work. I love, listen, I think it is 100% all in for the Raiders on Devontae Adams if the Packers don't franchise tag him. Oh. It's Derek Carr's best friend. What have we all been saying forever? Get, get Derek Carr. Adams, yep. Get him a freaking number one wide receiver. And he's arguably the best number one wide receiver in the entire league. And he's Derek's best friend. This it's it writes itself. Like, make it go. Make hey, it so go. So let me ask you a quick question before yes, sir, you please. move on. Please. You think Waller's gonna be back? Just I know that's off the rails, but I, you know, there's a lot of talk around that. Towards yeah, I know, and that's what I'm saying. Is towards the end of the season, we didn't see much, didn't hear much, didn't. There wasn't a lot of there wasn't a lot of wallerness on the field, yeah. Like there was at the beginning of the season. I think he was hurt. I you think it's his health? I think okay. it's hurt. Okay. I think okay. I think that's the answer. Is it like, and it, and I only know what I know, but like. I think that, it, like, I always say you can't evaluate a player that's coming off an injury. Like, right, you got to right, give them right, time right. to get healthy. And I think that, frankly, I think it's an, an, an opportunity for us to applaud Darren Waller to the idea that he was on the field probably sh- sooner than he should have been in order to give the defense a look, you know what I mean, to, like, to be the threat. Because he just wasn't the same player. But it wasn't that... 
you know, Derek didn't stop being Derek. The offense didn't stop being the offense. But like, so what was that? The factor was him. But like, you don't lose your ability all of a sudden. No, we know no. he's incredibly healthy mentally. And we know and he's, and his work the, ethic is good. The like, best player on the on the field. That's you what know? I'm saying. I mean, it, so like, I I I don't think there's anything to the idea that like, oh, he's giving up or whatever. I think he was hurt, man. I think that the guy was beat up. And and look, and we'll find out real quick. But I think it's a fair question, yeah, Mosh. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people are asking that question: is that like, you know, look, and we know he's got a lot of interests outside. Side of, uh, of football and, and and rightfully so and he's got some incredible interests but so do a lot of players yep. like and so yep. like yep. I don't think he's yep. like you know gonna like you know focus on his foundation and not being a football player anymore I don't think that happens so okay all right uh, so here we go to the phone calls so always kicking off the segment with our capo he is uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider and uh, he's the head of the table for us here every crew needs a captain and uh, he always leads off this segment greetings Don Merv underboss Sonny Siglary Moss Swag Jeff, our Sergeant Arms, the big Raider trucker. Ron the Mater Raider, Ramon, the mean king. Young Chili Dog for When the Universe Speaks, Splatterhead, and the Inebra Nation. You know, if you're like me, uh, you got to love the offseason. I mean, the rumors are flying to Sean Jackson. Is he going to be traded to the commanders for Chase Young? I mean, free agent Jarvis Landry, is he going to the Bears? Only if we get Allen Robinson, and I hope that, you know, dream comes true. Um, Russell Wilson, they got him pegged to swap out with Jalen Hurts in a first-round draft pick in the upcoming draft. I mean, listen, Clee, F to the E to the R to the E to the L to the L. To the, you know what? He sucks. You know, I'd rather, you know, trade him back to France, man, for a buttery croissant. You know, maybe you know, a couple shavings off of the frozen dead uh, feet from A.B. from his cryogenic experiment. You know, anything is up for bet. You know, for the first time since 2004, even the Pittsburgh Steelers, that's right, Uncle Moss, the Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> are going to be without with one Ben Roethlis toucher. You know, <laughs> who's going to take his place? It might even be Deshaun. And I've even heard rumblings that it might even be DC4. I don't see that happening. A wise man once said that DC4 is going to be your quarterback. Ain't that right, Murph? So I believe, him, but stick around and keep a, a, an eye to, you know, say in the future and an ear to the ground, I think it's going to be Carson Wentz. And, hey, more power to him. And since we're over here, you know, just pontificating, um, can anybody tell me if Zion Williamson is available to be our three technique? <laughs> just asking for a friend. Now, as I keep stating, the Raiders must address their offensive needs in free agency and their defensive needs primarily through the draft. At right tackle? Here's some names to consider that might be cost-effective free agents. Number four, Cornelius Lucas. You know, he started seven games out of 15 for the Commanders, and, you know, he's at 6'8", 327. He's a Big tackle, kid. Kid and he only cost guy. Washington 1.9 last season. Coming in at number three, Sam Ricky Ticky Tevy. Now, he tore his ACL in 2020 while he was signed with the Colts before the preseason actually came to a conclusion. But he rebounded last season and played 14 games. Now, he was a former L.A. Super Charger. But when he was with the Chargers, this cat, hey, he was a stalwart. Now, the Colts paid Tevy $2.5 million in 2021. Tevy will turn only 28 years old. And, you know, I think he might be worth the flyer, too, coming in at number two. If, you know, we're looking to get another former Patriot offensive lineman to join the fray, I mean, Cameron Fleming, he'd be a decent fit. You know, he's a Texas native, and he was a backup for the Cowboys, the Tyron Smith and L. Collins. You know, he did that from 2018 to 2019, and 
he actually showed improvement in 2021, but he, he was not a starter. He only played five games. And, you know, he logged, you know, just 1.1 million against the Cat last year for the boys. So take a look at him. And, of course, number one, Orlando Brown, yes, he played up there in the KC Chiefs. It's not a kingdom. But no matter <laughs> here or there, he played all 16 games. And, you know, he only cost them $872,000. Bruh, we need to look at that. Now, remember my call from last week, and I, I put out there into the ether, James Williams, wide receiver from Bama. Now, I do recall, and yeah, somebody might have called me on it, he injured his ACL in the national championship game. But once again, he's 6'2", 189. And he runs that four two five. You just can't recreate that in a petri dish. Even though you know he's going to come off an injury, we need to take that fire. Now, silver linings. Hey, welcome to Raider Nation, Coach Kennedy Palomalu, a lifelong career running back coach, heavily, heavily respected. The accolades he's absolutely some of the greats, but the things that he's done, you know, with you know the likes of Latavius Mary and Dalvin Cook. Glad to see him. And you may recognize the name, yes. Um, though he's follically challenged, he is the uncle <laughs> of that, that luxuriously quaffed um, Troy Palomalo from uh, the Butter and Black or the Butter and Cole, whatever. They suck. Welcome to Sin City. <laughs> hit list, Jackson Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Daniel Snyder, A.B., Roger Goodell, Jim Rome, Mike Wilbon, Jason Whitlock, Aaron Rodgers, and Insurrectors. Rope. All right, there he is. Aaron the Q-Dog, man. He's the best, man. We love him. I think we're going to give him the sizzler. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Easy. All right. Uh, but, well, but it's your call. Hey, you invented You wrote the rule book. You can do whatever the heck you want. Uh, hey, uh, and, and, and thank you, Capo. Not to gloss over Capo's call because it was amazing as usual. But uh, Dustin Enya uh, in the chat, $50 donation to the One Nation Dude. Foundation. That is absolutely amazing. So much respect. Thank you Dustin. so much for that. Uh, 100% of that money goes to the One Nation Foundation. And uh, which, of course, uh, goes out to all the different uh, various Raider charities that we support, including the Blitnikoff Foundation. He says, uh, uh, let's get to the big game. Let's start off the season right and get a couple of key players like Devontae Adams. Let's go, man. Oh, man. I'm with you in that. uh, We cannot uh, that when I see those look, all the donations are so, so uh, valuable and so much respected. Uh, When you see a big number like that that jumps out at you, man, I just it humbles me. And and I thank you so very, very much uh, for thinking of us and thinking of the foundation in that respect so uh dustin much respect and uh yeah let's go get freaking Devontae adams let's do it okay so there's a famous quote from 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 wrestling and i'm not yeah. talking i'm not talking about wwe wrestling i'm, talking, oh, about, I'm not okay. talking about real sports i'm talking about sports entertainment i'm talking about real wrestling okay and there was a guy some of you you know the name dan gable Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know he, he he wrestled and he coached Iowa for all those years and everything. Little known fact, just a side note to my little known fact, but okay. he wrestled Goober one time. Oh really, Goober from from Andy Griffith, George Lindsay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, you know, who huh? was a hell of an athlete in his own right. Okay, yeah, he was a collegiate baseball player and stuff. Anyway, they wrestled for a, a thing, but Dan Gable has Dan Gable has a has a famous thing when he was training for the Olympics. He was up in the middle of the night doing push-ups. And his buddies were like, Gable, it's 3 o'clock in the morning. What are you doing? And he goes, I'm thinking about what the Russians are doing. And he went back to doing his push-ups. 
So I'm sitting here thinking we're, we're doing all this stuff, and I'm thinking, what do you think Derek Carr's doing right now? What is Derek Carr doing? <laughs> Did you just equate him to the Russians? No. I'm not, I'm not equating Derek Carr <laughs> to the Russians. What are you trying to do? Annex Derek contract? It has, it has nothing to do with, with Ukraine. I, I want to know, I mean, what do you, th- what do you, th- what, what, like, what are they doing right now? What is Derek Carr doing right now? Hang with the you have, you have, you have, you have probably in the bank, you have so much money in the bank that you can't put it in one bank because it can't be guaranteed through the FDIC. Right, yeah. So you have multiple accounts. You have you have homes and you have and you have foundations and you have spread the wealth and you, and you're a good solid guy. But what is he doing on a Wednesday night? What what is he doing? Is he is he on the is he playing yeah. Nintendo on his 197 inch television? What, what I mean, what is he doing? I think so. I think he's playing what, with his kids. I mean, what that's what, what is he doing? I think that's it because he remember you, he's, he's got a young family. Do you think he's on the phone with his buddy? He's got a bunch of kids. I think he's just hanging out. He's playing. He's enjoying at home life. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Maybe getting the word later, like you know what I mean. Is, like, he, is he? Is he? Is he? Is he working out? Is he thinking about football? <laughs> Wait, actually, what, I mean, hold on. Here it is. Jack Kenna says, "LOL, Carr is probably adding kids." <laughs> <laughs> His name is not Derek Rivers <laughs> <laughs> or Sonny Carr. All right, so here we go. Let's get into the, the, the next. Go. Let's hear from our. Uh, our, so I mentioned uh, Captain Jack he, uh, that uh, we did the joint appearance on on uh, OG Daniel's show on Chronicles of the Black Hole, and so uh, on the aftermath of that, uh, Captain Jack called us, and so first ever call from Captain no way J- Captain Jack Rackham. Of course, we've met Jack numerous times at Belenikov and other various Raider events, and so uh, thankful to uh, announce him now as a participant. Here's a caller for Raiders Fan Radio. Yeah, all you bastards out there. This be Captain Jack. If you don't know my voice, well, shame on you. You haven't been paying attention. Now that I got that out of the way and I can actually go to my voice where I don't uh, blow out my friggin' uh, veins in my neck talking. <laughs> Good evening, folks. Captain Jack here. Just wanted to let sure that you guys know, mates and wenches all, that, hey, the Raiders are on their way doing things the right freaking way. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to cuss on this channel, so that's why I'm going to keep it on the PG level, which, as you know, for Captain Jack, is kind of saying a lot. Anyway, we're here. We're about two weeks into the patrization of Raider Nation with Josh McDaniel and their crew, and all of these people that are just you know, going out of their freaking mind because, oh, my God, how can we let the team go over to the quote-unquote Patriot way? And, by the way, that'll be the last time I say that because, as I say on my show, it's the new Raider way or the way we should have been doing things for the last 30 freaking years. And, you know, that's no disrespect to the great patriarch Al Davis. But, again, the Raiders are coming into their own. They're going about doing things the right way. You know, I mean, for the first time in forever, they have an assistant general manager. Wow, amazing how that is. And they actually toyed with the fact of possibly even having an assistant defensive coordinator, but unfortunately Sean Desai went with the Sea Chickens. Oh, well, his loss. But I'm digging the fact that we are getting a plethora. There's your big word for the day, folks, plethora 
it's not of that coaches big, who actually know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> I mean, you hire great people from the Patriots, and I'm going to go back to where we should be calling them, in McDaniels and, you know, his protege in crime, Ziggler, and I, I like that combo. And then you get, like, Brasilli, who I believe is the offensive line coach. You get Lombardi as the offensive coordinator, somebody that McDaniel can work with. And then, you know, you're, you're set there. You, you have Edgar Bennett in there as a wide receivers coach. He's done a well uh, – well, I'm sorry, sorry to say. He did a decent job last year, especially considering that uh, all of the ramifications of losing is number one. And I think we're good to go there. I mean, obviously – uh, we still have some more positions to fill out. But the thing that I'm digging as well, and I've said this forever, is like it's not who the Raiders have as their coach that bothers me. It's who they're going to have. Google Voice has oh! <laughs> Rack them. <laughs> <laughs> So, Captain Jack, yes, we have a three-minute time limit around here. Otherwise, Google Voice comes for your soul, which has been claimed. And yep. so, Captain Jack, and look, at the good news is for Captain Jack, this is not the, the middle of the season. Nope. It's the offiest of the off-season, and so we have time. So, uh, we don't have a lot of calls. We've only got two more to get to, and one of them includes Captain Jack. So, let's revisit with Captain Jack when he called back. Yeah, who the hell has meant to tell me you had a friggin' time limit for your phone calls? If I would have known that, I wouldn't have had been, you know, cut off the first time. By the way, if you play the full conversation, technically it's two phone calls. So, anyway, getting back to... Uh, Still it counts as one, Jack. Yeah. Two more times. Rudely made man. interrupted. Getting back to defense because Murph had a Graham. date. I mean, I'm digging that call. <laughs> that guy who was a coordinator for a team in, in New York that basically made a chicken salad out of chicken shite with the players that he had there. Imagine what he can do with real defensive players. And, yeah, we're going to be doing a, a bit of uh, mixing and matching and getting the right players in the right position. I'm, I'm digging that as well, okay? Uh, we got the uh, – I, I guess it's we can call him, was it the stupid one? Because the fat one is wrecked. Anyway, if you ever know the story about you know, Buddy Ryan saying, which That's of my sons you talking about, the stupid one or the fat one? Well, allegedly the stupid one, a.k.a. Rob Ryan, is who he was talking about. But, you know, I'm thinking Rob Ryan coming in as a senior defensive assistant that can help out, okay? And, you know, that in itself would be great. You know, Rob Marinelli is, you know, retiring, and, you know, it's, it's time to put the old boy out the pasture. And I'm I'm good with that as well. But, hey, if we get Carter on the defensive line, and I know that he was in for an interview. I'm not sure if they've actually ever signed him to be the defensive line coach. I'm good with that as well. Former Raider blood here. So, again, technically this is my second call when you actually air it. That's one. I'm digging what I'm seeing. And, yeah, Derek Carr is going to be the quarterback. Give him an extension two years. And then – by God, please, draft a friggin' quarterback. You're going to need one eventually. Don't be let out like the frickin' Stillers that had Ben Rapist forever and ever as their quarterback without a backup plan. Literally a backup plan. Oh. Get Carr, somebody to sit behind him, learn the friggin' system. That's all. It's Captain Jack. And when I say go, they'll make you walk the friggin' plank. 
And yes, you can find me on my YouTube channel as well. Yeah! Let's go, you know, Ken Jack. The only, the only thing that would have been better is if Google would have got him a second time. <laughs> <laughs> man, Captain Jack, you're awesome, brother. That was yeah. great. Keep Thanks, those, Jack. Keep those coming, man. Yeah. So when and we've played the callbacks a couple of times, sure, uh, but it's still only just the one call. Yep. As far as your yep. accrual towards a made man, uh, call us back two more times. So. One of the things I loved there was that he said there was a stupid one and a fat one. <laughs> and it reminded me of three jackasses and an idiot, which I'm sure it reminded you as well. So before exactly. we get to the last call, Mosh, tell them about that. So my mom, well, okay, so this, our family was pretty irreverent. You know, <laughs> if you haven't noticed, yeah, if you haven't noticed our family, nothing, nothing, there was no holds barred. Yeah. You know, uh, Max, there was no holds barred ever. Jeez. So, um, we would make, we would take shots, you know? So I remember one time there was, it was your dad and your mom and my mom and then, uh, uh, my brother and his, and his new wife, there was the five of them in the car. Okay. Right. And they were driving, they were driving to, uh, to Lake Tahoe. It was my uncle Bruz and, and his wife, Terry at the time they were, that's when they were going up there to get married. Right. And somebody, their drive is a four and a half hour drive from the Bay Area to Tahoe. And then somebody says, your dad says, yeah, I heard that that one out of every five people is, is mentally unhinged. And so my brother says, well, there's five of us in the car. Let's take a vote on who's unhinged. Okay, so they pass out paper. So everybody writes down on the paper and... And they're reading them, and they and the first one, bros, bros, bros. This is your older brother. Yeah, it was my older brother. So my older brother got four votes, right? And and your dad got one vote, and we and and everybody goes, oh yeah, that's funny, that's funny, and uh, everybody, you know, bros voted for Bruce, and, and and your mom goes. No, he didn't. I voted for your dad, so that meant my brother voted for himself. Yeah. So later, so my mom goes, "Damn," she goes, it's, it's "Just like me to give birth to three, the three jackasses and an idiot." And she never told us who the idiot was. We assumed it was Bruz, but he was smart, so it wasn't him. And then she goes and dies, and never told us who the idiot was. So, so to this day, yeah. so to this day, we all have our speculations, but yeah, we'll never well, know. Yeah. Moving right Three along. Jackasses Three jackasses and an idiot. Or as Cab Jack says, the fat one and the stupid one. The fat one. Oh, my God, that was pretty funny. That <laughs> was pretty funny. All right, last up. Okay, so I got to give you some backstory on this one, Mosh. And then we got to get out of here. We're running late tonight. Oh, my gosh. So the, the Kill Jadis, uh, the, the, the famed around here, Kill Jadis, the caller. Uh, does his Macho Raider. Right, right. Macho Raider Savage. Savage. Yeah. Uh-huh. Does his call. Love it. So he did. Uh, Macho Man Raider Savage Addiction Therapy oh. and sent this to me and it was a highly produced phone call and it got glossed over and I didn't play it for like a few weeks and he, and he basically implored and said Murph, I, I worked real hard on that thing. Will you please play that call? So this thing dates back like, I don't know it's a lot. Like there's a lot going on in this thing but here it yeah, is. Okay. Here's Kill Jadis with, so I'm going to give you the setting it's Macho Man Raider Savage at an addiction therapy, therapy and like an session. AA sure. kind of thing. Okay, all right, here we go. Um, well, I guess I should get started. I, I'm Macho Man Raider Savage, and I'm addicted to eating Slim Jim. 
I guess my addiction started when my team lost. I got really worked up and I went overboard with the Slim Jims. My advocate told me I was going to go overboard, but I didn't listen. And it just took over. I trashed my apartment, my advocate's car, I even started making weapons out of Slim Jims. And I finally realized that I went too far when I looked in the mirror and I didn't see any definition of my abs in it. And I knew that I needed help. <laughs> Dude, you suck. What? Well, what makes you so special, Racer Teeth? <laughs> yeah, tell him. <laughs> I'm getting there, Dale Hall. Hi. <laughs> uh, I'm Chairman Case. But for some reason, people call me Case. I'm addicted to <laughs> getting chicks <laughs> and scoring with them on my own dating TV show. <laughs> okay. <laughs> my turn. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I'm Terry Hill. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna take the going fast. Tons of people who are slower than me and get away with it. <laughs> and be not people who are younger than me. <laughs> kind of like this. <laughs> oh, stop, Tyrese. I'm gonna tell my brother on you. Well, what about you then? Uh, you don't know me? I'm kind of well known. Fine. Hi ho. My name is Jason. And I'm addicted to a lot of things, especially TikTok dancing on memorials of dead people. So he's doing Jackson Mahomes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Disrespecting people that I don't like. You know, just being a natural fuckboy. Well, and I thought I was messed up. I just overeat, but you all are the worst. Yeah, well, you wouldn't be saying that if your back was turned like a sucker slap you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we should kick your ass. You're not worth my time. So who's in charge of the stinking addictions and all this Hi-ho. Of course. Brother, this guy was mean to me. <laughs> hey, Doc, we got the real ass wipe this time. <laughs> yeah, real butthole. <laughs> well, hello there, Macho Man. Dr. Patrick. I see you have decided to join our support group. Well, I'm beginning to think that I came to the wrong group. Now, now that I'm thinking of it, all you guys are wearing red and... Oh. As a welcome gift, I think we should deal some payback for what you did to me back in my office. My fellow Chiefs fans, use the chairs that you were sitting on. Mm, oh, yeah. Oh. Cool. Gigging uh, up on me all the once. Typical. Macho Man! He'll us! Here, take this! Oh, my old metal chair! And you brought your Kindle stick! Ah, my car! You wrecked my Dude, car! He stole your car and drove into a building. That's so cool. That's right. Looks like we're gonna have a conference championship game after all. Well, let's whip their butts as we welcome a new coach. Ooh, yeah! <laughs> Has has the snow already set in in Alaska? I, uh, <laughs> it's a lot. <laughs> wow. Somebody got some really cool recording equipment for Christmas. Yeah, or I mean, I, 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 yeah, very creative. I applaud the the, the production. Yeah, of it. I love Beavis and Butthead. I, I was love a Beavis huge and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. Me too. Absolutely. That's that's a lot going on. Yeah. Okay. There that, it is. Kill that J was kill Jadis. That was a, there was so much there. <laughs> okay. All right. So man, every oh week, man. Uncle Mosh awards a Sizzler Award to the best email. Thank you, Kill Jadis. We love you. You know that. Uh, Raider Zach says my mind is blown. All of us, I think. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So Uncle Mosh awards a Sizzler Award to the best email or phone caller of the week, and we appreciate uh, each and every one of you that participated this week. Uh, don't forget to call us throughout the course of the week at 909-345-3346. 
or email at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. And Uncle Mosh, who wins this week? Okay, so uh, we started the we started the night off with Matthew Mangus. Uh, he had a nice little email in there, and he brought up some really good points. Paul, of course, Paul? gave us Paul. Paul. Paul did some research, got us his uh, the Sizzler breakdown. Uh, of who has won, who hasn't won, how many have won, the specials, the infamous, the the the, the troubles, and blah blah blah. And he had it all in there, and he, and then he also had some stuff in there about football. Uh, <laughs> Capo, of course, brought it like Capo always brings it. It was amazing. We heard from Captain Jack a couple times, uh, and it only counts as one. Jack, yeah, I make the rules. Okay, I'm the rule maker, not the rule breaker. Are you seeing me? Oh, let's then go. Killed Jadis. Wow. Uh, my favorite line in that whole thing, Kill Jadis, was the weapons out. Uh, you made weapons out of Slim, <laughs> Slim Jims. That yeah. was so fun. That was so fun. That was good. And I love the Beavis and Butthead voices. <laughs> the great Cornholio. Dippy for my bone <laughs> But tonight, Sizzler, we're going off the rails, Swaggy oh, J. This is how you do go. it. Tonight, Sizzler goes to, are you ready? Goes to Murph for his rant about quarterbacks. What? I am the Sizzler. 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 Wow. Yeah, you got it, buddy. Oh, that rant, you. I was dying. I was. Thanks, I Marsh. had foggy glasses. I was crying. The, the the chat was with me on that. You were killing it. Wow. You were going on and on and on. And I never I, I never give you the sizzle. You don't deserve it. You're usually not that funny or that on target. But tonight you you pulled out the stops. Oh, Marsh, it was thank really you. good. And, wow. Uh, uh, I don't know what to do with Jill this. Jill Janis, sorry, buddy. That was there was no slam on you. You keep that stuff coming. It was keep amazing. Please and, and absolutely Jack and everybody. But you're you 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 slayed me on your rant about oh, quarterbacks. Thanks, Marsh. So, thank you. So good job. We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders. You know why we are here, and we ain't playing around today. From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights. Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. So I'd like to thank everybody. Um, I'd like to. I'd really like to thank um, all, all those of you that are in attendance tonight. Um, I'd really like to thank Uncle Mosh. I'd like to thank everybody in the Academy that voted for me. I'd like to thank everybody that just made this evening just so, so special. And really, but I really want to use this platform to really just like jump off. And, you know, we just don't get a platform like this very often, Mosh. Yeah, so I, yeah. I'd really like to promote my foundation. And so so if, if those of you, if you, if you would be so kind, reach out to the One Nation Foundation. Look at the different Raider charities that the foundation gives to. We would just be so appreciative of, of, of folks like you, like Dustin Enya, who gave $50 tonight yes, to the donation. Yes, absolutely. Those are, like, this, this, really, this is really for you. This is the People's Choice Award. This, really, none of this happens without you. So I, I just want to thank you so much. I'm so incredibly humbled. And so... Uh, this is like I want to thank Kill Jadis. I want to thank Kill Jadis for... Not... 
Wait. Uh, you can't you... play Sinatra <laughs> off the air. Oh shit! I just, I just messed up my too. I know. You should rip my, you might rip my head. I can't hear anything. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay, so Kill Jadis goes. I'm just like the Raiders. I'm used to getting screwed. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh that is gosh. the first time a host has ever won the Sizzler. Yeah, and I don't deserve it. And I you really don't, don't. And you definitely don't, don't. But deserve thank you, Uncle Mosh. I appreciate you. Thank you. All Take right. us out of here. All right. Thank you to all, all of all. Here we go. All of those of you <laughs> that have tuned in tonight here on the YouTube, youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, Celos is in there. Fabricator Gill and the IE is in there. Tyrone Graves, Chevy Silver Raider, Michelle Sweat, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, uh, Fargo Raider. I mentioned Dustin Enya, but thank you to all of the amazing donations tonight. And in all seriousness, 100% of your money goes to the One Nation Foundation. Our goal this year is to raise $20,000 for the foundation. And uh, we're going to give that away to the Blitnikoffs. Probably Darren Waller, Stabler XOXO. Thank you, all of you. We appreciate you. We love you. Subscribe. Hit the likes. Raiders Fan Radio on the audio podcast and YouTube.com. Hit the button. Uncle Mosh, take us home. Man, what a great show. I'm so glad to be back. Thank you guys for all the folks that reached out uh, during during uh, uh, Aunt Kathy's sickness. Appreciate all the prayers and the thoughts and, and everything. Uh, tonight, you've been listening to... The Raiders Fan Radio Broadcast, number 238. We were excited. Uh, we missed our buddy Swaggy J over there. But for Murph, for Murph, for Sizzler Award winning Murph, you got your old Uncle Mosh here. And you've been listening to Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. Don't worry about the horse being blind. Just load the wagon. What happens in Vegas started in Oakland. Adios, malingerers. Get on YouTube! Oh my gosh, I gotta hit the button now. Hit the button. Oh my god. Not gosh. bad for a, uh, 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 an hour show that went two hours and 27 minutes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.